Hoppers don't bite. Hello, and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday, the 19th of September 2021. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today is Zachary Burgess. Barely functional. And Robert Kemp. Pilly, Pobbly Podcast. <laughs> that sounds like, like Bippity Boppity Boo or something. Oh, is that, what is that? Like a song from like Dead Knots and Broomsticks or something? Yeah, I think or, it is. Yeah. Is it from that? I think, I think Bippity Boppity is indeed. <laughs> well, it's either that or it's a Mary Poppins thing, right? It's that era. Mm, that's what I, It's that kind of film. A very small and specific genre of sort of live action Disney British stuff. <laughs> yeah. British themed. <laughs> Disney-ish. Uh, Dis- I presume there's not Bedknobs and Broomsticks is, is, is Disney, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is it Disney. seems like it. Mm. it it most definitely is. I don't remember much about it. No. Oh, and I'm I'm lumping in um uh what's the flying car? <laughs> what's the flying car? That that movie in in with those Chitty I Chitty think. Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see, feel like that's related. See, I don't know that that's Disney. No, it may not be. I feel like it's a similar kind of weird genre. <laughs> yeah. Of like, like... British semi-quaint um, kids' films. Semi-quaint. Overly musicals. Cockney. They're all musicals. Yeah. yeah. And they're all, uh, yeah, super cockney to the point where Dick Van Dyke is not cockney at all. It's just a weird genre. Yeah. But there's definitely pippity-poppity podcasts. <laughs> pippity-poppity podcasts. Welcome. So, uh, Zach's got COVID. <laughs> Is no. that the case? <laughs> Have you had Don't your lateral flow that. test? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a thing that people get. Yes, but you can't be saying that. <laughs> Why? Can't you, uh, can't you admit to it? Well... Not really, because I haven't. There's no way of telling. I mean, yeah. I could have. A test. <laughs> there's plenty of tests right in this house, I imagine. Probably still. Yeah, they're free, aren't they? The lateral. Well, and also there was a bunch that we had for the charity shop, obviously. Mm. Yeah. And I did one once when we when there was a suspicion about it. That it turned out to be not. It turned out to be a false positive on the one that was positive, and that wasn't even my one. So. Okay. <laughs> but this is clearly not that because it's just clearly. Well, basically, everybody in the house got sick, and coincidentally, or entirely not coincidentally, my sister's child had been here. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you, you know what happened there? Baby carriers. Exactly what you expect from children. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the plague. That's what they're for. But not the not the one specific plague, just a regular plague. <laughs> <laughs> the standard plague. Any old plague. Kids will pass it. They it hasn't not- actually been that bad, I guess. It was like a, I had a sore throat on the first day, which is how I how I even knew that I was going to be ill because it was just like that. Weirdly, considering how much I cough all the time, you would think that I'd have sore throats all the time, but I actually don't. I just like never have it, ne- that. Never those two things don't go together for me normally. Hmm. So as soon as I get a sore throat, I'm like, oh shit, I'm actually ill. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Rather than the usual sort of pervasive state of coughiness. Yeah. 
Basically. So I had that first, and then that like completely fucked up my sleep on the first day. And then yesterday, I was like fine mostly through the day, and then the sore throat, throat was getting better. And I was like, by the time it was time to go to bed, I was like, okay, good, I might actually be able to sleep tonight. But then, of course, because it was like, oh, you've been sneezing and coughing all day, so what do you get at 6am when, when you're finally about to have some good sleep? You get a nosebleed. Great. Oh, <laughs> Thanks. No. Oh, no. So I didn't sleep good last night either. <laughs> oh, nosebleeds are the worst. Luckily, this time I woke up to the nosebleed and therefore managed to catch it rather than like waking up in a pool of blood like has <laughs> happened previously. Yeah. Oh no, that's bad. That is pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. It's because yeah. you don't know that it's blood initially. Yeah. It's like it feels like you've just dribbled because that's just like something that might happen. But then you're like, wait, this is it's a very weird like you can kind of tell because it stays at a certain temperature <laughs> blood absorbs body heat in a different way from from Ew. like water basically so really there's a slight consistency thing well, well that, yeah. that depends on how much you're moving around oh that's so gross Ugh. i mean i know i used to like when my gums were bad i'd occasionally like bleed from my gum in the night and uh it wouldn't really, you wouldn't, wouldn't really be a pool particularly. Not like no, nosebleed you, bad. You'd nearly as much blood out that way. No, you just sort of notice there's an odd patch on your on your pillow, and you're just like, that's not good. Or you might have like a little little vampire streak down the side of your mouth. I'm <laughs> 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 just imagining you waking up looking a little bit like the um, Andrew WK album cover, where he's just, he's just got a runny nose, <laughs> just. and then of course even once i'd like woken up at been woken up right up at like six and then stifled it and it was like well now i have to sleep on my back because otherwise it risks starting up again Mm. (laughs) so and that's like the one position that i don't sleep in which makes it not actually really possible to sleep on my back so i still didn't sleep good afterwards That blows. There's nothing like bad sleep, really, is it? It's, it's like it's one thing when you're like intentionally trying not to sleep. I got other things to do. I want to stay awake. It's fine. But it's like when you're actually trying to like it's that's probably you shouldn't actively try to sleep. <laughs> and that's yeah, and that's that's a terrible place to be. Yeah, but when you know you have to get up and it's like you need sleep and you but you can't actually now. sleep. It's like so annoying. If it's uh, any consolation, Zach, my stomach is uh, putting up a bit of a fight, but not for my usual random reasons. Oh no, this one is excess. <laughs> I've eaten quite a lot <laughs> in the last couple of days. And uh, I'm paying for it right now. You've been living it up. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, we've had friends from uh, from Oxford down, and it's been... Uh, oh, nice. Uh yeah, they're, um, it's like it'll be, it'll be like ten in the morning, and they'll be like, like beer, and only only half, unironically, or ironically, oh, right, or whichever yeah. way around you want it, half unironically or ironically are kind of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be like beer, beer. It's like, well, yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> so, we, so we sort of ended up spending all, all like all day yesterday, like drinking like not like a heavy session per se just like a steady flow of booze all day and with a steady flow mm. of booze comes a steady flow of snacks 
And, Indeed. Uh, and uh, we actually went to the uh, hot spot of Needham Market, the rampant horse. Wow, seems to be the the place to be in Needham these days. I didn't actually go inside; like I wasn't the oh, okay. uh, I wasn't the bar stooge. Um, but I, uh, I, I we we did sit in the mysterious outer part that now exists, and uh, had a had a had a chicken burger because <laughs> I'd had yeah. a beef burger <laughs> earlier in the day, and that was the most. All right, you got to in the same day. Oh, got to mix it up slightly. <laughs> Change the meat. Yeah, and all, all the car barn burger earlier in the day. So it's like, wow, there's only, only really fancy a burger on this menu this evening. So there's not, there's not much here for me. So I thought I had the chicken instead. Sounds like a good day. <laughs> I guess you're paying for it, though. Oh, yeah. So I probably didn't need that full chicken burger meal. Like, someone. We ordered a plate of nachos, basically, as well, like for the table. Mm. And it's like, Oh, they actually do mean it. Like a plate of nachos, is, it was more. It looked like a lasagna when it came out. There was, it was like chili nachos, right? So a layer of nachos, right? But then basically just had a like probably a two-person portion of chili and, and and a layer of cheese on top as well, and it was just uh, just poured on top. Yeah, just insane. Like, but it was delicious. But it's like it's just it's like if you ordered that as a side, and then this came out, you're just, li- <laughs> yeah. you're just like what That's the a whole hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty good. And then just to top it all off, no, no, cooked a roast today, which is oh, all, which is always delicious. But oh my gosh, I'm so full. <laughs> I'm so full. Mission accomplished for this weekend, then. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good, the timing of your illness is probably uh, as good as it gets. Like, it's like just a because <laughs> there wasn't going to be pizza today. I mean, the problem. <laughs> I mean, there could have been, but it would have been a smaller pizza like idea because we were also like because we weren't quite sure what we were going to do yesterday uh the rampant horse was kind of a, a plan a plan as we went kind of thing and uh yeah, like play it by ear yeah so we had we have the kit for sort of like make your own pizza sort of stuff so that's probably what would have happened but they're smaller pizzas you know hmm. probably still what a supermarket would call a two-person portion pizza but still <laughs> Smaller than the dominoes. So anyway, my gut says hi. You might hear it later. <laughs> oh, it's quite unlucky, Zach, to manage to. There's not many vectors, disease vectors, into your into no. Your it's just like bubble, the, is there? Actually, there's just a child. Is the <laughs> classic? I don't even know. Have you got a niece or a nephew? I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> one, one of them. I'm not quite sure the gender of this child. No, it's definitely, definitely, a, definitely a boy. Oh, it's a boy. Okay, a nephew. Okay. But they come over <laughs> most, like, it's Wednesday appears to be the day for the grandparents. <laughs> so oh, they right. come over here. So are you, like, uh, already planning out how to um, disrupt this kid's future with video games? Well, I mean, I've said several times, this is like, I'm not really interested in interacting with this child in any way until they're at least like three years old. Because <laughs> like, there's no fun until then. It's just effort up until then, really, isn't it? <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty certain that is true. <laughs> it's a uh... oh boy. 
In fairness, my, like my outlook on kids has kind of always been, it's like, okay, you just have to suck it up until they're like seven. And like, yeah. then they become interesting. And then they're into <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> exactly. <fine>. Yeah. <laughs> From then on. <laughs> then they're a person. But then, you know, <laughs> I literally might have been in the room with them for approximately like 30 seconds when I was downstairs getting a tea. <laughs> and yet that was enough. Although, I'm, admittedly, apparently everyone just got ill. So, mm, <laughs> apparently, right, it was just like the whole environment of this house just got fucked. <laughs> Virated. <laughs> oh well. I suppose it's good to give your immune system a workout on occasion. Yeah, just check that <laughs> it still exists. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like I ever get ill apart like, from this. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you're like freaking. What's his name? The, the spruce goose. <laughs> you know what? Howard Hughes. I only know what? that through the Simpsons parody. I don't know the actual what, story. He, he never got ill? What? Like, no, he got paranoid of germs. Um, uh, you know, then sealed himself up. Sealed himself up, yeah. Um, and that's what the Mr. Burns parody is. You know, I think I that's see. the one where Mr. Burns has the casino, right? And he ends up wearing um, tissue boxes on his feet and <laughs> right, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Spruce Goose. What's the actual plane called? The spruce. It is the spruce. Yeah, it sounds right. Goose. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was spruce goose, but unless that's also a parody name. I think the Simpsons one had a parody name. It must have been Spruce Moose or something else. <laughs> right. Can't remember. Yeah. I can't be bothered to watch that. What's it called? The Aviator is right. The biopic with Leonardo DiCaprio of that guy. But right. I don't think I could be bothered yeah. to watch that. No, I've not seen it. But... Talk of films, though. I've got to talk about that Matrix trailer, yo. Yeah. Oh, so this week I watched The Matrix Reloaded. Oh, did on, you? On the on the on the old Netflix. The the, like... the, the second one. The uh, yeah. The Mr. Stiff one. Mr. Stiff. Mr. Smith brawl. <laughs> Mr. Stiff. Yeah, yeah the very brawl. Well, it's not. It's like fifty percent fight, fifty percent talk, but like very abrupt. Yeah, yeah. And like, to be fair, that's a pretty okay film. I mean, yeah, judging it by the standards of the original, but it's it's, it's not. It's as got good, some. It's got but, no. It's not as good, but it's got some fantastic scenes, and it's uh, it's got some really good action, and even the dialogue is is pretty pretty good. Like, there's some overwritten bits, obviously, but like like. Um, it's on purpose that the stupid programs like the Merovingian and the architect sound really weird. Hmm. Say, um, say what you will about the architect scene, and it, but the the but the plot is building throughout this. It's doing the trilogy yeah. thing, right? It's yeah, it, it's decent. I still don't think that the Matrix really needed a sequel because it kind of ended perfectly. No. But I mean, re- Reloaded is. I mean, it had to because it was so good and it was a cultural phenomenon. Hmm. There was always going to be a sequel. So, and I feel like Reloaded is pretty okay uh and quite a fun time quite well reasonably well paced really good action some good character stuff as well like and considering they'd ended the first one with the main character becoming god they dealt with it relatively <laughs> well yeah yeah um he, i mean yeah, you know the, he's, he's only all powerful it, it was convenient in that he could be powerful within the construct right and within the rules of the construct yeah and that let them play with it a bit and yeah so they did and kind like, of just like semi retcon 
some stuff. Like, he, yeah. At the end of the it's, first film, he could clearly do way more, like, heat war. war. Yeah. It's sort of implied he could do way more direct manipulation, but it mm. turns out it's just stopping bullets. <laughs> yeah, just that. Yeah. Just well, some TK action. That's about it. There's definitely a few retcons in there, but that's kind of necessary, isn't it? Like, I'm wondering, are there any retcons in The Empire Strikes Back? Um, I think there mm. must be a couple. I don't know. Anyway. No, um, well, I mean, like, even in the, they conveniently made sure not to kill Darth Vader, which was a very, like, good yeah, but on their I, part, I that, guess. That was the one thing, but I feel like that's because it was like an adventure serial thing. Um, uh, you know, it was meant to be a homage to, like, um, you know, the the 1930s kind of sci-fi I mean, it wasn't stuff, right? Star was kind of a bit strange anyway, because, I mean, it starts with episode four, and even, like, you know, they knew it, it was... Doesn't, it didn't. They didn't know. It wasn't... For, if, you, for, if you saw it in 1977, it didn't say... Oh, they didn't put that on. Said, oh, okay. No, no. It didn't say A New Hope or anything. It just said Star Wars. Uh, originally. Yeah. They added that See, later. I sort of vaguely thought that he'd just written all this, like, fan fiction like books behind the scenes like well not even fan he's just written these these things and just thought yeah you know what we'll just start here and we'll label it because no. it sounds epic and no he wasn't like tolkien where he had everything all thought out ahead of time he'd been working for years he was just some random director guy and hmm. like like it wasn't long before they started filming it that that like you know c3po was like a used car salesman character or whatever <laughs> and like and like han solo was like a lizard like <laughs> it, it really came together at the last minute i think it even came together in the edit apparently hmm. uh, star wars after they'd even filmed it the rare time where that does happen yeah exactly uh yeah but the matrix uh i was sort of thinking about this earlier yeah. today like in a weird way like just like because the matrix is one of those ones where it had a the breakout hit single film and then yeah. As soon as that happened, they were like, "Well, we'll make this a trilogy." So you end yeah, up with exactly. the we end up with the slight with the the slightly odd trilogy structure, where it's like the first the first film stands up and is entirely on its own. The second film only exists to lead to the third. To the third one, yeah. And it's um, while they're enjoyable in their own right, then you can't really stop there. It's like you can't just, yeah. you can't just watch the second on its own. It's not a thing, and it's like there's plenty of plenty of trilogies where that's happened. And it's like the Pirates of the well, Pirates of the Caribbean is the other obvious one, right? Where it's like the first film stands on its own pretty well, and then yeah. you've got the messy second entry, which is a lot of fun in terms of like the scenes and stuff. But boy, there's a lot of threads coming um, mm. that they then don't really tie together very well in the third. They they went too big. Um, well, that's like the Matrix, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. The Matrix doesn't actually have that all that many threads, really. I suppose that's true. It's just that the way they tie them up in the third one is just a bit disappointing to a lot of people. Yeah, it's a little little yeah. odd. Yeah. That's the thing I'm planning. I probably can't be bothered to watch Revolutions again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, because it was fun. I, remember, I mean, I, I guess the third one is the one I remember the least, really. Oh, definitely. Um, like even in terms of the sequences and things like that, they're not—they're just not as memorable in in the yeah, third. Yeah, what film. action scenes can you remember from? I mean, there was from, there was other like other than a, the attack on Zion or whatever. Yeah, there was a fancy like lobby scene, like not not lobby and like with like pillars, like there was in the first film. But it was like one of those. It was a, a fight where there's like two curved staircases in this sort of mansiony sort of entrance. Place, no, that's in Reloaded. It? That's in Reloaded. Oh, balls. Well, in which yeah. case, yeah, no, I don't know. Other than the big Smith yeah. fight at the end, I'm a bit lost. 
yeah. So, yeah. I, I do, oh, and I also like, I always liked in the original Matrix, but I like, and of course it's of its time as well, but I really like that, I always like that in the Matrix there's like these physical analogs to like all the digital stuff, like they have to get to a hard line, which is mm. hilarious in, in now, because the hard line, imagine if you're trying to leave the Matrix now, like where, 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 where are you going to find a <laughs> landline? Well, most houses yeah, still have land- <laughs> Yeah, most, ha- most houses still have landlines, but like yeah, the uh, yeah. well, the phone book booths aren't really a thing, are they? No, all the phone booths. Um, but uh, and there's various things like that. But in Reloaded, they have the key maker. I like that. The the, the kind of the keys and the tumblers being like mm. a, a kind of physical version of encryption or whatever and the way that they could open the doors to different places using different using different codes that are physically manifested in physical keys i thought that was cool i forget wasn't the the thing in well they did the the way they did dead drops in the matrix was they they were basically vhs tapes or something um and that was only a that wasn't in the films i think that was in the um flight of the osiris um oh yeah animated thing that um yeah. I think the Square Enix animation, animation yeah. team did, yeah. Um, right. Uh, soon after they did that Final Fantasy film. Um, I mean, they do very briefly and kind of inexplicably show it in the third film, where there's those two dudes <laughs> trying to get the message from the Oracle out to Neo, where they're just like, oh, you've got to take this and go and pick up the phone, and then somehow that will transfer this data yeah. out to the real world, I right, guess. Yeah, because there was, there was something. <laughs> it, it did, the Flight of the Osiris was actually tied in somehow to, to the third film, yeah, so that, that maybe that was it. Maybe that was the tie. Some people find that unreasonably annoying, where the, where then then the guys come to the like Neo's door in the real world and hand him a, like a computer chip, and he's like, oh, it must be the message from the Oracle. And it's like, yeah, but that's not, it's not literal. That, it didn't no. like, literally create this physical object in the real world when they came out of the Matrix. It's just data yeah. that they've copied onto this disk. Because <laughs> then that's like, in the, in, I, I just watched Reloaded and like, I, I'd actually forgotten the main quest, which is the fact that it's a cycle and it's happened like five times before or whatever. Mm. But, and that's quite good. Uh, but then there's an di- additional thing where Neo gains powers in the real world, right? Over yeah. machines, mm. and it's like and that's, that's that the cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger ending, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, well, what is that yeah. even about? Yeah, well, it's because he's connected to the source, and therefore yeah. can wirelessly transmit back up through the whole machine system through his brain somehow. Through his brain, yeah. But they explain that slightly because he at the start of the third film he gets separated, right? His brain remains in this weird like limbo connection to the matrix. Yeah, he's in for a the while. Weird- Oh yeah! Once he, once he used that power to stop that sentinel, yeah, he was it was a bit. His body was just like not in control anymore, right? And he was just lost. It's just some weird wireless connection that can helpfully connect directly to the human brain. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's just something about his like a way. Maybe it's a way like the, the robots put it there to keep tabs on him a little bit, like you know the little plugs they put in their brains or something. It's like, well, this one's got a little little extra Wi-Fi bit that no one noticed. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that, that, that trailer, trailer. Look, that trailer looks neat, like in the sense I that think it looked like, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I kind of it's it's a. 
I'm not sure I expected them to do a full retread in the way that they're doing. Like, I sort of vaguely expected mm. them to perhaps not bring back Keanu, maybe, and like only go for like actually do a, like a full retread. Like, this is Neo Two or something. <laughs> like someone else, right? Right. Like or the, Seven or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or, but you know what I mean. Like this, this is a prequel. Who knows? Like after after the 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 original trilogy, like something did change and they did something to the Matrix, and now like it's it's a different environment and a new set of people are now breaking out of it or whatever like I think that's going to be probably the hardest bit to explain because it yeah. like from what they've shown in that trailer it definitely looks like it's leading towards a more modern setting but the whole point of the matrix is like it end, the world ended at 1999 essentially mm. Mm. there was no there's no like there is no modern world for the machine to machines to have pulled that information from to create that version of the matrix in, I mean, in that a, version very, of the story that's a very good point but i don't know if i yeah i don't well well did it no it didn't end in 1999 that's when it started going down yeah that's that's when the robots thought was man's but there certainly like, wouldn't peak. have been regular modern world right after they because they, mean, they yeah, the story created goes, the ai right it, it goes on for quite a long time like you know we load those robots with flying cars and home, and home help and stuff like that like it, it's like it's, sure. it's, it's, it's a long it's, it's, it's quite not, a long time before the matrix becomes a and the robots rise up basically also the other problem they have is like the timeline doesn't actually make sense but that's because no one actually knows what the date is no that's that's very much an unknown yeah because morpheus claims it's like 2199 which is obviously not long enough for them to there to have even been like six six iterations of neo yeah. the matrix or whatever well because if they knew the date they knew that they'd been been six iterations right so they but we don't well we don't I mean, know if it's like tell them that we don't 100% know if it's six iterations of the same Neo, right? So, like, the same physical no, person just, goes back in, like, for some reason, they well, wipe him or whatever. No, it's, it. not, it's not the same person. I no, I would assume that, like, but that's if not, we that's are never imagining been 100% clear. like six iterations of, like, a person, that, that they still have to, like, be not a child at some point. Yeah. <laughs> they probably have to exist for, like, at least five years before they can even do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they've ever explored that. Like, what do, what happens to? Because presumably they have to, they have to farm the humans somehow, and it's like, okay, what do they do with the kids before they're? Uh... But the cycle like must it. be like must be like a hundred years or something, right? Because then Morpheus is talking about one hundred years, like we fought the well, machines. They, yeah, but no one really knows that. I mean, the the one thing that does that on that side that doesn't match up as well is like how long has Zion existed? Because presumably people yeah. there must know how long approximately by like even just how many generations have lived in there. Well, it mm. gets destroyed each time, right? Well, so sure, but like... even then you'd be like, oh, well, if it's been a hundred years, it must have been about three generations, right? Yeah. That's true. And you have old people in Zion. Like, I mean, relatively old. Probably well, like 70. Sure, the person yeah. you see in the film. But we've never... Yeah. I thought they sort of make a deal like the, 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 the people that are not pod-born are quite young. No, I don't think they ever showed enough people for that to be sure either way. Sure, okay. <laughs> I guess the ones we meet are, tend to be quite young, I guess. The, the ones yeah. about yeah. plugs. Tank is is like thirties, right? Is he? I don't know. Maybe he's younger. I don't know. Yeah, I judged him as sort of yeah, early twenties or something is, like that. Does, is Dozer also not plugged? I think he is, yeah, right? He's older. Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Dozer doesn't go into the matrix, right? He, he no. stays on the ship. 
Because it doesn't really do anything apart from just die. Yeah, <laughs> he dies. So he watches them, occasionally gives them an instruction about where a hard line is, and yeah, then gets moided. All text off. And then spare oh, well, a, spare a thought for poor old it? mouse. You know, he dies immediately. <laughs> I didn't realize that Link's wife or whatever. I can't remember her character, Z or something, was meant to be played by Aaliyah, and they had to reshoot all of her scenes, of course, when she got when Right, she of course. Yeah. 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 That's it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting to see, like, what is the explanation of, like, why is... Why was Neo put back in for starters? It's like because I, I guess we I guess that, we don't know what happened after. You know, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's like what happened to him. And uh, well, if we're assuming that this definitely happens afterwards, I don't think it, that he necessarily even has to be real. Like they kind of hint at it with the way like Trinity and his reflection in the mirror mirror occasionally show like Matrix glitchy effects. It's like they might not actually oh, be people. interesting, right? Yeah, so they true. are now programmed, especially Trinity. Yeah. Huh. So we we could be in a whole new iteration. Maybe they created the new Matrix. Oh my goodness! But they've forgotten or influenced it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's what I'm hope. I'm I'm hoping for something juicy like that. That it's not just that simple. You're hoping that it's, it's going to make sense, essentially. <laughs> in a weird way, I'm I'm almost hoping not that it is just something absolutely Hideo Kojima batshit. Well, I mean makes sense in like <laughs> even if it is bullshit it at least follows like it doesn't have to be logical exactly yeah well yeah, it's definitely, yeah at the very least that it ridiculous. fits that it doesn't break the original trilogy right that's 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 all anyone can really hope for from new films right that they just don't they, they don't sully what's come before i mean that's why i that's why i'm like maybe it's a prequel because that would helpfully avoid that <laughs> Oh, what, and that the, this is actually... This is one of the earlier iterations. But it just, but it just happened to Neo early, later, I guess. Yeah, because they expect... Yeah, I guess there is that, isn't there? There is that bit of canon where they experimented, the robots experimented for, versions, quite, yeah, yeah. for quite a period of time. Yeah, because the original Matrix was like a paradise and it didn't work. Yeah, it fell apart. So maybe they went progressively back in time from in terms of technology to make it shitter for people. So they accepted <laughs> yeah, it. Maybe. But then they call it resurrections. Yeah, that's yeah. Not true. <laughs> kind I of... mean it's not it's not a prequel. Yeah. We shall see. I'm excited. But, yeah, I mean I'm much more intrigued than I thought I would just wrote it off as it was bound to be bad, but it looks like it could be okay. Mm. The um, problem is that it's just going to be modern CG guff. <laughs> just like it's not gonna it's going to look hella generic. That's my main Yeah, problem, you're not I wrong. Think. You do you do kinda of want them to actually remember what made the original Matrix special and that it was the practicality of what they were of what they had to do to achieve those effects then, and that's what gives it its look. It's mm. uh if if they if they over CG it like in fairness like they did with reloaded and onwards <laughs> reloaded, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. It, it, I mean it lost something it it lost it lost a bit of visual um, yeah I still like just that there's a there's a really early on fight in reloaded where he fights the just the who is he just some bloke like um, <laughs> who's like some kind of a guardian for the oracle and he just fights him on the tables yeah oh yeah and okay. it's just a basic yeah, ba- yeah it's, it's like a five minute martial arts fight it's like that's quite quite good <laughs> he's like you don't know 
truly know someone until you fight them. It's like, yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> Could have just asked. <laughs> I think that is quite a uh, martial arty thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have made more sense if his character had had something to do with like fight programming, but I don't think he does. I think he's just like what he's called like Seraph or something, right? He's just like an angel, essentially. <laughs> A guardian angel for whatever. Right. Good call on the uh, good recall on the name there. Yeah. I think I've seen this film quite recently as well, or parts of it at least. See, I, I don't know that I have. Like, I, when did we? Because we, I think the last time I watched these three films were when we all watched them. Like when I first got the the HD DVD or Blu-ray set or whatever. It's uh, all right. That's a while ago. Yeah. Maybe it's time. I can't remember the last time I've seen Revolutions. Like, I don't know if I could be bothered. <laughs> I feel like I can. I think maybe it's time. Maybe we watch them all before fourth comes out. Well, it's a classic plan. The only problem is, is like I've only got a DVD copy of Animatrix, and Animatrix is really good. It's a. Uh, it'd be nice to have a have a crisper version of that. They even release a Christmas version of that. Yeah, I don't think it ever came out anywhere other than like physical versions. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's a Blu-ray version of it, um, which is a shame. Hmm. It was a neat idea. I feel like like there should be. It was one of the more successful like spin-off ideas. Like Matrix had a lot of spin-offs. Let's be frank, but it's the uh, and most of them weren't great. But but the that game. well the games games yeah there was the, there was Online. the yeah Matrix Online and whatever the they will enter the Matrix yeah enter the Matrix yeah which was all right and did try and tie the story in um, but they weren't hugely successful uh, but yeah no the Animatrix was was good like I, I want like a bit of my a bit of me was about to say like I wish more decent sci-fi franchises tried something that bonkers and just out well, there and have more of the these thing. and it's like well they they do most like a lot of them like video games are terrible at that right with like spin-off series and little cartoons that try and that try and go alongside things and they're almost universally terrible hmm. like i don't want to like, like the final, was it the Final Fantasy Fifteen problem, where it's like you have to watch an awful film to get the the backstory for a game, so you understand the game. After what way? And I didn't watch King's Glaive, but um, there was an awful lot of like world building done in that before the game begins, and it's like, yeah, it's not the way to do it. No, not at all ideal. Trust Square to get it wrong <laughs> I would it would be interesting if they got Kojima to be a script consultant on a Matrix film oh my goodness <laughs> you imagine that would be insane I, I know Hideo's <laughs> wedded to, to games but there is a part of me that just wants him to like just make a film please just make a film yeah I want to see how nuts it is how, or, or how you can more more to the point? How do you condense your brand of nuts into a film? Mm. Like, because maybe like that's where the gold lies with him. It's like if you could, if you you need to edit this down to about two hours. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, get some really skilled editors in to try and condense the madness. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sure that'll be a challenge. We'll just have him write an anime, I don't know. Yeah. And get Norman Reedus in it. <laughs> I see they're doing a, a Star Wars, like um, give a bunch of anime studios, you know, some the chance to do some Star Wars stories. Hmm. A bit like the, an Animatrix, but for Star Wars, kind of. Well, that's all that that's going to come to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it Is could he... be interesting. <laughs> I don't know why they need to do that, but I guess it could be fun. I mean, Star Wars is the obvious one for doing the whole spin-off thing, right? In every possible direction, many, many I times suppose. over. And would I be right in saying that it's it, it is definitely more hit than miss, even in Star Wars land, right? Even in the with the volume that yeah. they have. I mean, there's quite a few misses, but you know. Yeah. I mean, even that original, like, um, you know, Clone Wars cartoon that was the uh, so good Samurai Jack one. Was, so good. That was a hit, wasn't it? Well, I don't know about like commercial now, hit, but like critical, <laughs> like for, you know, as a as a as a good thing to watch. Hell yeah! That's now labelled with the kind of the legacy got a label. Thing. I noticed legacy, yeah, or something vintage, vintage, all the non-canon stuff. Mm. So you can watch the like nineteen eighties Ewok cartoons if you want. <laughs> Man, I really wish that sort of thumper robot that Mace Windu fought in that cartoon was a real thing. Like that was badass. Anyway, films, films, yeah. Still can't wait for Dune. <laughs> Not long now. <laughs> yeah, and apparently we probably have to go see Shang Chi. Oh. What the world is sort of like blowing off about that thing right now. Really? Well, that's what I thought about The Matrix Reloaded. It's like, it's like you know, it's just better than your average Marvel film. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, yeah. You know. but then Shang-Chi yeah. is a Marvel film that is supposedly better than your average Marvel film. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Yeah, you have to report back on that one. Yeah. I watched Black Widow. I wasn't impressed, so hopefully this will be better. Yeah, like, Aquafina. That's the main thing. <laughs> I like her. See, I'm just in a sort of a general, just like the feeling that I just cannot be asked with the cinema, and yet there's like suddenly there's there's three mm. films that I feel like are probably going to be good cinema watches, and it's like, yeah, but the cinema though, it's like, it's like this is what lockdown has done to me, being in like a Cineworld yeah pass holder to being like, yeah, but cinema though. <laughs> where would you, where do you go now? Uh, it's probably the same place. It'd probably have to be the, place, uh, the yeah. Cineworld in Ipswich, or like we. Like I guess now I'm not a pass holder. I could go to the Empire, that's there now. Mm. That's in the middle of Toon. Apparently, is quite nice. Not you know, not as big screens, but like because it's like just fresher build. <laughs> it might be just a bit is that nicer. The one at the Butter Market. Where yes. Yeah. All oh, right. Interesting. Did they like rebuild the center of the Butter Market to add, to add that cinema? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's been, it's been knocked around a bit. Hmm. That was looking a bit sad in there for a while. I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still a little sad. Hmm. But it makes it now... Well, because it's, it's become basically the new restaurant area. Right. It's a Byron Burger. Yeah, the Byron's and a Prezzo and... Hmm. Like a dessert house of some description. And a Wagamama. <laughs> a wagamama. <laughs> a wagamama. 
Right. Yeah, switching from movies to video games. What's going on in the world of video games this week? Slash the week before. Uh, yeah, week before mainly is where the news was at because PlayStation did a showcasey thing. Mm. Um, we haven't had one of those for a while. Um, cause I'm not sure they did had they really had a thing for E3 this year, did they? They sort of the no. they had that Horizon Forbidden West um, yeah dive, and that was kind of it. So um, better late than never, but we've got we've got a thing. Um, and they were trying to bring their AAA game here. Um, so here we go. Things of note. There's quite a few here that I've, that I've noted down. Um, so this isn't this isn't the full list, but um, yeah, our normal style. This is this is what caught caught my wandering eye. This is Knights of the Old Republic, not the uh, MMO. Whatever that's called, it's just called Knights of the Old Republic, isn't it? Like that that thing. Or is, oh no, the, the old, old Republic. Republic. Yeah. yeah, not the Knights of bit, but that that yeah. the older Bioware uh, original Xbox RPG uh, is getting a full on remake, uh, courtesy of Aspire Studios. People have been asking for this for years. It's one of those, not quite to the extent of Final Fantasy VII, but I mean that happened. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's interesting because well, it's, it's it's not a Bioware gig for starters, mm. and it's which is weird. Um, and I'm not even sure EA are involved. Like it's a, I don't think they are. I don't know what the situation is here. It's like it's a bit strange. Well, is this because this is similar because? The Star Wars get license was exclusive to EA, and then it the was, and that's now Disney lapsed. Took it back, right? Yeah, yeah lapsed that, and, and now and they formed Lucas Games or something, or Lucas Film Games or something. Not Lucas, Not Lucas Arts, Arts. Mm. <laughs> which was the original like Lucas Film Games, which was fully fully a Lucas like uh, company, wasn't it? Alongside mm. like the likes of ILM and you know Skywalker Sound and all that stuff. Anyway, LucasArts is dead, right? Yeah. So this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the replacement under under Disney. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So and then Aspire, I guess they 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 at least what they've done is like do the modern ports of Kotor to like iPad and stuff. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, they did that like many years ago. Now, works. more recently, they were behind the um, uh, the Episode One Racer port to the Switch. Yeah. Um, oh, right, yeah. And or re-release of that. Um, I forgot that happened. <laughs> and also, was it the uh, Jedi Knight Two? I think that came to Switch as well. Um, Jedi Outcast, classic. So, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I think they did that work as well. Like they're, they're a studio mm. that's basically well known for port jobs. Um, mm. So with a pedigree with specifically the good Star Wars, the good games. Star Wars games. Yeah, yeah, they they seem they seem to have a pretty decent. Although I think they were also involved in that that re-release of Republic Commando release recently as well. Yeah, another um, good another good one. Another good one. Yeah, so that they know their way around Star Wars theoretically. Mm. Um, but these are, as I say, they're all port jobs. Like this, this might be yeah. the first time they've been given a f- like. Is remake actually the right term here? <laughs> It's like they might well, be they might be ground yeah. up making a new graphics engine and stuff like that maybe for it, but like what what actually is it? 
You kind of re- need to redo the combat though in the Final Fantasy VII style because that 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 original combat would not stand up to like modern scrutiny. It right. was quite weird. It was like it was it was advanced Dungeons and Dragons rules, but it was made to look real time in a really weird way. Hmm. Uh, and uh, it's something that like they immediately moved away from with Mass Effect, and then obviously Mass Effect Two it became like a full on third person shooter. <laughs> well, they actually moved, moved away. Almost from the sort of RPG structure entirely before that, right? Because Jade Empire came after. Um, yeah, Jade Total. Empire, would, and that was more exactly, of an action game, was, right? More of an action RPG. Yeah, yeah, that was probably their first attempt to just move away from that style. Because, because, so Total is like a weird one where it's in between. Like, imagine it as in between like Mass Effect and like Neverwinter Nights. <laughs> you know, or something like a, or Baldur's Gate, mm. like a, it's it's like a three D, you know, uh, um, Star Wars adventure, but with one foot still in like Baldur's Gate kind of uh, Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons, basically. Yeah, it's a transitional um, period for Bioware for sure, wasn't it? That that whole yeah. era until they landed. And it's on cool. I mean, Mass Effect. Yeah, it was a great. It's a great game. Like a, a um, I, I you know, and it it did work, like, but they can't do that now, so they have to think of something else for the combat. But mm. I mean, Final Fantasy VII, I thought they did a great job of cha- changing the combat. Yeah, um, we still have to get cracking on that at some point, Zach. Because <coughs> like, I'm, um, I'm I'm getting for some reason like all this talk recently about Final Fantasy um uh in seven Integrate on PS5 and like this year like having. Having, yeah. having brought that back into a little bit of focus, like play, people that never played it before have been playing playing it again, and uh, uh, yeah, it's got me like a bit hyped. We like we should check that thing out, man. Whether we do it as a video or not, I don't care. But like, we should play that game. Um, <laughs> I, that would be awesome if you guys did a video series like you did for the original. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to come up with a capture solution for that though, because it's a yeah, that's true. I've only got the PS4 version, so it's um. Having yeah. not got a PS5, like most people on the planet, and uh, yep. yeah, I don't really have a capture solution for for that. Indeed, but it's also it's just it's just I don't I don't know. It's a game I want to play in hourly chunks, though. That's always been my sort of problem with it. I sort of want to experience it in a in a nice lengthy buttload. Just... <laughs> well, I think at least in, at least in the remakes case. Every hour is likely to be actually content. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no, not so much grind. No, that is true. Also, they have sort of pretty much, you know, reminded everyone that news. I suppose not really in the PlayStation showcase. They've reminded everyone that uh, like the part two is coming. <laughs> like, okay, it's okay. it's it's on the way. So yeah, Kotor. I mean. Uh, that was a good game. I, had a, I mean, the main thing was I had a decent story for a video game. Like it was, and it had a better story than the Star Wars prequels that were being released at the time. So, <laughs> uh, so people remember it quite fondly. Do you reckon they'll? Um, do you reckon it will get the, like the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment and be split up? Uh, it could be. I mean, it was long. It was like a forty-hour, forty-hour game, the original one. I say long. I don't know. It's probably not that long for an RPG these days. I don't know. I'd still say a 40 hour game is pretty long. Hmm. You know, it's probably 40 to 50 hours was how much time I ended up putting into Horizon in the end, and I thought that was long. Yeah. But that's, uh, but that was because it 
outstayed its welcome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, is is Kotor canon? No. Oh no. I guess not. No, it but can't Revan, be. They, they get. Oh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It must be in the legacy pile, right? Yeah. It's weird because it's like set so many thousands of years before it doesn't necessarily matter, but. It, I think it actually does because it has some stuff about lore about like the origins of basically humanoid species across the galaxy. Hmm. You know, one of those like it has a forerunner race. I seem to remember it introduces like a forerunner race for Star Wars. Oh no! Yeah, classic. It's not canon then. I don't think mm, they'd want that. No, no. Uh, so anyway, there was that. That was that was near the start. Um, we also got to see uh, 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 Project Eve, which you know, not a great name, but it's um, it seems to be a bit of a sort of Devil May Cry Bayonetta character action style uh, game, which always gets me a little interested. I like I like those, um, except Devil May Cry. Uh, <laughs> at least the Capcom Devil May Cries. It's like DMC was was good. That's my fave. Um, uh, and bayonet is always always class. So this, this this had a bit of that, probably more of a bayonet vibe. But it's like um, well, no, that means it's a bit more sort of what if bayonetta, bayonetta and near automata got together? Because mm. it's got that sort of like po- it's a post apocalyptic vibe going on. Like she like she might not be a human, she might be an android kind of thing dropped onto Earth and no one's about, and there's this su- some sort of like virusy thing. That's like resurrecting corpses to come fight you, and things like that. And it's um, probably very Japanese, and thus probably quite entertaining. General rule. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, we also then got another, um, what I would say, a classic Borderlands trailer for Tiny Tina's Wonderland, um, which you know we actually got to see some gameplay this time. Um, which we hadn't done before. And uh, yeah, it looks a whole lot like Borderlands. It's just you're now probably fighting more creatures rather than dudes in masks. Um, but they're still guns. They're just they're just fantasy guns now. <laughs> and I think you can use your left hand to do spells, a bit like The Witcher or Bioshock-y type thing. Um, so it's Bioshockerlands. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I like. I, I still don't really know if I'm. I will ever be back in for Borderlands. Like we never really. I never finished Borderlands two. I was kind of sated. Um, and then Borderlands three has happened as well since then, and the pre sequel game has happened since then. And it's just like, do I, do I, I'm not sure this is enough because it's still got that art style, right? It's still very much. A, yeah, it's the same look. Yeah. Yeah. I think I need more from a game than than what Borderlands had to offer in terms of its combat. Like, not sure, not sure. Also, Gearbox, you know, just just generally, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, next, we had um, a bit more of a look at Forspoken, um, which is a Square Enix's. Sort of not Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy looking project. Um, 
sort of expanding a little bit on the whole like uh, the 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 girl brought out of time kind of aspect of it. It's like a modern day girl is brought into this fantasy world where she has powers for some reason. So the tone is a little strange. It's like if you listen to like the the dialogue and things like that, because she's like like being like, "This is so freaking cool," like and all that sort of modern young personisms, but in a fantasy game. Which may right, work yeah, or yeah. may probably drive me up the wall. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sounds potentially annoying. Yeah. But it showed like there's, you know, combat and traversal and it moves at a fair old pace and does look quite pretty, has to be said, as you might expect of a square game, I suppose. Um, yeah, we'll see. I still don't really know. I guess we still don't, like, even though that thing's now been given the date of spring 2022, I get, I, I'm not sure I get a feel for what that might be. Like, maybe it's, maybe it's like Final Fantasy 15, but they've taken the, more taken the combat elements of that and run with that and made that more of the focus than the sort of RPG elements of that game. That I wouldn't be surprised about at all if it's a sort of continuation of that theme. Uh, everyone's favourite game about a writer, Alan Wake, <laughs> is getting remastered. I am. Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> right, Alan. How's it going? Alan. Alan. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's sort of like it's one of those games where it feels like everyone's been sort of like quietly appreciating, but it, like realizing at the same time yeah. it was never the perfect game. And it's like, no. like, no, it, it, it just, just, does strike me as a little strange that they're going back to it in some way. It's like, yeah, I know everything's getting remastered, yada yada yada. But like, I don't know if this was a yeah. big enough of a, a like a hit of to a really hit? come back. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a it's a cult classic in a way, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like Max Payne, great, and then and then they're like, we're going to do Twin Peaks, but video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, and then. Yeah, I remember seeing being excited like for all the you know previews of it and stuff, and and there was a lot of hype leading up to it. I think and Remedy, you know, the graphics were, you know, Step Max up. Payne were, were were pretty pretty cool. So it it looked like it was going to be awesome, but then it it was kind of a whimper in some ways. Yeah, I think that was always the the thing. The actual gameplay element of it was what let it down. Like it's not not the writing, it's yeah. not the setting, it's the just a the sort of flashlight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stunning with the flashlight, pistol the dude. That's all you do. Yeah, that's the game. That's never going to be as fun as Max Payne's jumping sideways bullet time. <laughs> yeah, I guess the only the only tricky thing about Alan Wake was remember to get your Energizer batteries and uh, put so you've got enough batteries for your incredibly thirsty torch. Yeah, exactly. Although I've heard they've I mean, um, debranded the batteries in this remaster. Oh, were they like Duracell? Were they? There were specifically yeah. energizers. Energizers, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. One, for mean, the, one for the brand action category. It's like they debranded this. <laughs> it's always such a weird. Any game that has like flashlight based uh, scarcity mechanics is just weird. Like 
the Doom, of course, famously, sure. the, 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 the duct tape mod, Doom 3. And like Half-Life 2, like if you sprint, you can't use your flashlight. It drains your you flashlight your power, yeah. It's Single. like, come on, how high-powered is this, is this light in this futuristic suit? <laughs> if, like, if your suit can that. recharge, like, I, 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 yeah. I can't remember, could it recharge in Half-Life 2? Did your suit power recharge? Yeah, your suit power recharge. Yeah, right? I don't think you needed to use... Um, yeah, so if it can recharge like things. whatever power it was using to make you sprint faster, which would presumably yeah. be quite a lot, it can run a little little LED. It can, yeah, it can run a bloody flashlight. Yeah, bit mad. It's like like even games. I mean, it's it's probably slightly more believable in games like Outlast, where you're like holding up a, a night vision camera as your sort of flashlight mm. alternative it's like okay that might actually drain quite quickly maybe but i'm sure i'm sure like that's not something they're massively worried about like a like a special forces on night ops having their you know their head mounted oh no i don't like system yeah i suppose batteries yeah i guess they probably they probably got quite chunky ass batteries in them though like this was like a <laughs> I think so. like a handheld like camcorder that just happened to have a night vision mode Right, yeah. It makes more sense. Uh, anyway, Alan Wake remastered. Uh, then we got to see a bit of Ghostwire Tokyo, which I still think looks kind of cool, like in that it's like... It's, 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 it's a game that's been doing doing the rounds for a while. I think we saw it like early on in the PS5's like, like discussion history, maybe even earlier than that. Um as a, um, I saw kind of a horror game, but kind of not like it's, it's it's got horror elements like like to, like Japanese folklore, ghosts, and uh, imagery of that sort of sort sort you know the sort of like don't we call them a little bit like doilies like with like a face on them and like like they feature and <laughs> like cloth doilies with with, with, with crossed eyes faces. Um, and uh, yeah, some some typical sort of some ghoulies and things like that. But I'm not quite sure. Like it, it seems to be like some just a first person combat game of some description. Like whenever you see these encounters in this thing, it's uh, yeah, the imagery has always looked nice to me. But it's the way it plays that seems to protect, or the way it looks like it might play that seems to perhaps be a frustrating time. It's hard to tell. And again, this 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 new trailer didn't really do much to expand on that. It's just like, yeah, it looks looks pretty much the same. Um, but it's good to know that it's still around. I guess it hasn't been totally killed. Uh, then we got a sort of little montage of pictures. It seems to announce Kid A Amnesia, or Kid A Amnesia, uh, which is Radiohead Cross Epic Games doing something something which okay before the show zach probably correctly predicted is a Fortnite thing <laughs> although that might Why be a, that it? might seem a little strange for like radiohead to bring their specific brand of gloom to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah it's not something that's the, the the kids are down with these days is it radiohead seems like i don't know do you know what i mean it's mm. not exactly billy eilish is it <laughs> um <laughs> When was their last album? Wasn't it like a Moonshake Pool? It was a while ago. I really don't know. I've never, I've, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably one of the, the heathens of music that have never really followed them that closely. 
It's um, yeah, I know people who are like obsessed with them and think they're the best thing ever, but I never like. I can appreciate a Radiohead album. But, oh yeah, yeah, that's some great stuff. Don't get me wrong, but it's like not oh, like yeah. I've like followed the trajectory of their career ever. No, no, to get hype for every little thing they've done. Certainly not. But they have innovated with like digital releasing and stuff over the years. Like they were they're quite early for the whole pay what you want with you know digital distribution type stuff. Mm-hmm. I think. Um. So it's kind maybe... of kind of pre Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So probably in character for them to do some kind of Fortnite based thing. But the fact that it's called Kid A and Kid Amnesia or whatever. Mm implies that they're old albums kid a and amnesia aren't they so mm. it's not a new album kid a came out in 2000 yeah like that's a while ago okay computer that's even earlier yeah. Like okay. yeah uh anyway so there's that we don't know what that is yet it's just a thing uh Uncharted is getting a little bit of love um, in a upcoming PS5 patch that will um, improve the uh, improve Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Lost Legacy. But then, in addition to that, those same improvements are also coming to a PC release of the game. So this is a uh, Sony's carrying on with their current trend of uh, putting out some of their biggest titles on PC. Um, a ways after the fact, admittedly, but they're still doing it. Mm. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, so what, what I mean, it's great from the, on the PC like right now? And can you play Uncharted 2 on PC? I don't think so. Uh, you can through PlayStation 3 emulation. Right. Yeah. It, it is possible. PlayStation 3 emulation is coming along now, so it's... um. Uh, like if you've got a grunty ass machine, it, it's probably doable now. Um, but it might not be the recommended way to do it. Um, and PS4 emulation has begun. Like that's that's now surfacing. That's got to be easier because it's like an x86. Yeah, right? exactly. it depends. Yeah, it depends. Sell stuff. Yeah. The tricky bit with those is always going to be like manipulating how to translate the graphics architecture. Um, yeah, and and, and uh, well, but more more likely the APIs for how the graphics architecture does what it does, um, mm-hmm. and you having enough of a graphics card to then do that map and do the graphics. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, it's it's beginning. It's a it's a stuff is surfacing on PS4 front, and then I guess if you had that, then you could use the, do the Nathan Drake collection and uh yeah. and uncharted 4 and lost legacy you can you could do the lot if you had if ps4 emulation gets there i presume uncharted 4 was at 30 frames per second right on oh yeah ps4 must have been yeah so it'd be nice it'd be nice to see that in it's an amazing looking game it'd be nice to see that in 60 and higher i guess yeah i've never i've never gone back to the nathan drake collection because that's because all i guess all of the first three games were all ps3 games and it's like they've been 60 fps up in in that re-release, right, yeah. um, but the, the, the you know they were, uh, I guess what you what you generally call a sort of fairly low effort remaster, right? That's sort of almost mm-hmm. like an HD mm-hmm. edition where it's like they're a bit more HDified, and it's like what else do we do? I don't know, slap more frames on it because we've got power to spare. 
um, rather than do much to like actually rework the assets. Mm. Similar to Last of Us Remastered, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, what other Sony stuff would you want for them to bring? Like, I guess Spider-Man's a bit of an ask. Yeah, probably not just yet. But and like, I, I want they'll probably keep some stuff to themselves. But Uncharted's a bit of a strange one, right? Like, you, you, like I guess you kind of. I wonder if they're taking the 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 opinion that it's like, well, people that might want to play those games and have a PC. They're PC gamers that, you know, they probably turn their noses up at consoles a little bit, so they're probably not going to buy a console. Maybe there's maybe there's some uh, a story behind that somewhere that they're now just leaning into, so maybe maybe we'll get some God of Wars. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that would be a thing. <laughs> that will be a thing. Anywho, uh, so, uh, yeah, Gran Turismo. Let's get a Gran Turismo in there. Well, they probably won't be able to do that because of the whole car licensing thing stopping you from being able to sell old games. Because that thing we mentioned a few weeks back oh, of yeah. like Forza Motorsport 7 is now unbuyable. You can't buy it, yeah. Okay. Um, because all the licensing has lapsed. And there is no... And there's there no, no Forza Motorsport game you can buy now. <laughs> Unless you go and buy a physical edition, then you're okay. Mm. That's weird. Yeah, so it's an odd position to be in, isn't it? Um, I guess it was never really a problem back in the day before digital stores, right? It's just like the discs are discs. It's like you want it, you go get it. And it's like, but now mm. it's now it's a now it's an odd one to not be able to get a disc, not be able to get a digital one, a digital copy of it. Yeah, weird. Uh. So then Insomniac, like speaking of Spider-Man a second ago, Insomniac Games are working on a Wolverine game. Because I guess Marvel were happy with Spider-Man. Yeah. And they're currently like seem- seemingly just blurting money into games left, right, and center at the moment, Marvel. So What's going to happen with the Wolverine character then? So they used, they've got, you know, in... You know the, the the X-Men films were like some of the first superhero films in the in the big wave uh, you know post mm. like post the original Superman films right it was like Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and then well, when was I mean X-Men? Daredevil like even before that yeah Blade and stuff like that yeah um but like the the modern superhero film like it probably started with the Spider-Man and and X-Men I would say and they they yeah. you've got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine straight up mm. and they you know used him through and he's you know that worked and then they ended it with the what's it called logan wolverine logan yeah which was like the sort of gritty ending which, which was a great film well. honestly yeah. yeah yeah i mean that was good uh, it was definitely good um and that was all you know licensed by you know 20th century fox and, like that. and so so yeah it was uh, under the Spider-Man. fox agreement wasn't it yeah which is still yeah a little funny but Fox is now owned by Disney, who now owns Marvel, so that's not that shouldn't be a problem anymore. Yeah. So now there's the potential to to deduce like Wolverine could be in the MCU ultimately, but I don't know if they have they don't seem to have plans or or maybe they do, but you know, it's not it's not part of this phase as far as we know. No. Um, but like do they do the whole X Men or and then in terms of games, it's like 
yeah, I suppose it makes sense because you've got Marvel Spider-Man, like that was a success, mm-hmm. the Insomniac game, is nothing to do with the MCU and nothing to do with the Sony Spider-Man, right? Which is the kind of hybrid, you know, no, Tom it's, Holland it's, Spider-Man it's, is half Sony, half MCU, isn't it? Yeah, it's to do with absolutely, yeah, the Spider-Man is its own, video game is its own thing completely. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what you can do. That seemingly that's the idea. They were like, well, but it seems to be like Marvel's strategy with every single one of the games they're making right now, right? What with the the the, the Guardians of the Galaxy game that Square are making yeah. and the Avengers game that Square already made. It's like this is a. Uh, I don't even know if they're trying to make this like this is the MVU. Like, yeah. So like if all, if all of the games are all cinematic, uh, yeah. all universally linked, like uh, that's not clear yet, but. But that could happen. And then, so if you bring in Wolverine, do you do just Wolverine or do you do the X-Men in the MVU mm. <laughs> or in the Insomniac universe or, or, or yeah, the Marvel's, Marvel's video game universe? Yeah, yeah it's tricky. Isn't so it? I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, because Spider-Man, I still think might, I can't remember. Like, Spider-Man might still be a slight thorny one for games, like, for them to get hold of. But maybe because of sony right um right but maybe that isn't an issue in video games i can't really remember um well they got i mean they made the perfect spider-man game pretty much yeah yeah but i can't remember what the licensing agreement is with spider-man in games it's like it's probably not so strict because obviously we had like marvel versus capcom had spider-man in it and um i think like a few of the other uh i want to say like the the i can't remember what they're called but like the marvel like like top down where you're controlling like a hero as part of a a party of heroes and stuff like that um anyway there's a one of those was on the switch right and i think spider-man's in that so it's like maybe the licensing for that isn't so so tough so yeah we might have an mvu on our hands (laughs) yeah and more more specifically we might have an insomniac mvu (laughs) i don't know yeah (laughs) maybe that's just it Presumably Wolverine will end up in the MCU, right? How long? Yes, I it guess it's, it's just a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess they're letting X-Men sit a little bit because it has had yeah. stuff. And you could argue that the two recent Deadpool things are X-Men adjacent, right? right. They, they pull on X-Men characters um, a little. Right, because Scarlet Witch is a, is a mutant, right? Like, I know she isn't in the MCU, but she is, right? Isn't she? Well, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. Don't know where that sits. Yeah, I think her and and Quicksilver, right? Because Quicksilver's in X Men, and that was the weird thing that we thought was going to be awesome, but turned out to be nothing in in Wonder Vision. In, um, in Wonder Vision, where it was Spoilers. like, oh, it's the guy who plays Quicksilver, but the other in the in the in the Fox yeah. universe, <laughs> yeah, which is which was pretty neat. In fairness. <laughs> Because they put because Quicksilver in the MCU immediately dies, right? In yes. The one film yeah. he's in, he's yeah. in Ultron, and and yeah, dies in Ultron. Yeah. Which is a shame because then they like was it Days of Future Past? They immediately proved it's like, hey, you can make some badass sequences of Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and the DC universe can do it with the Flash, <laughs> which is pro- more iconic than Quicksilver, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, we know nothing about this Wolverine game other than its existence. Um, uh, so we got uh, Gran Turismo 7 was made its 
um, reappearance, which I don't think we'd seen since PlayStation 5's first first showcase, first game reveal. Um, looking, they were showing off their ray tracing on the cars <laughs> in in the, like some very specific shots. where it's like here's here's a very shiny car. We're going to slowly rotate around it while the world around it changes, and you can see that it looks different in these environments. It's like ooh, ray tracing. Um, but that looks, I mean, that game looked great, but it looks very much like a Gran Turismo game. And it's like, which yeah. has me both like interested and like incredibly skeptical that I would like it at the same time. Cause I've just never really liked that handling model. And it's, um, um, it very yeah, much I looks mean, like one of those. <laughs> well, let's just hope that that comes out and the Forza comes out and we'll have a choice again. Cause right now there isn't any, there isn't anything. Can't even buy Forza. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to they're beat Microsoft to the punch, um, unusually. Mm. <laughs> By releasing a game eight years later yep. than the last one. Yeah, so it's uh, March 4th, 2022. It's got a date. And they've still got the town, it seems like. The town-like menu is still a thing. It's, you know, car I mean, Gran Turismo menus are like... Uh, a classic part of the experience really weird <laughs> yeah. i hope they have stupid jazz music as well well i mean i hope they have better jazz music because <laughs> what was the last was it gt5 the last one i played and it just had atrocious music <laughs> it was real bad like it wasn't it wasn't even fun bad kind of like Did they gt1 know? and 2 kind of style which was acceptable but like gta 5's music was just awful <laughs> And it wasn't helped by the loading times in that game, which were atrocious as well. So it's like, it would... well, that's one thing that PlayStation Five should deal with. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you, so you were forced to listen to the, like these frequently terrible bits of music during extended load periods, and it's just like this is this is no good. This is no good. <laughs> I want this to end. <laughs> um. So yeah, the one black mark that's appeared since the showcase, like that, may be a bit of a problem for players, is that it's it has got an always online requirement. Um, that polyphony claim is to as a, is is a cheap prevention mechanism, like even in single player. Right for like times and things. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess it's for that. Um, so they don't want the leaderboards corrupted in any way by like setting local times and then having them uploaded. And it's like, well, okay, okay, I guess, but perhaps it would be nice to have a single player option. You just don't have any of that stuff at all. Mm. If you if you weren't doing that online, I don't know. I think it feels like there's ways around that. <laughs> like you don't have to do that. But hey, I I kind of liked the direction they took gt sport in with or the idea behind it anyway and it's like we want honorable yeah. drivers we want we want we want to enforce like playing with uh playing with skill and decorum <laughs> and it's like well yeah you're facing an uphill battle there but as long as if your systems support it then great uh two more things spider-man 2 officially announced we got a little teaser trailer with uh, you know, featuring both Spidermans and the villain, I guess. Yeah, bit a bit of Venom action. There's some uh, Green Goblin um, voice work in there as well. Oh yeah. So you know, maybe this is the continuation of the uh, uh, 
the, the sort of slightly like underplayed Harry storyline in in the first game. Right, because he doesn't appear, does he? He doesn't he appear. Like, no, talk, talk, talks to you all the time. He's like. I can't remember. Well, he doesn't talk to you, doesn't doing. he? He's, he's like, he's not there. He's supposedly on holiday or something. So you sort of. Yeah, but he leaves you like messages, doesn't he? Or yeah. Something. Well, like, you're helping. You to, you... You're helping the research station thing that he yeah, was a part right. of. Yeah. So it's. Um, but yeah, there's a, I won't say it here, but there's a, there's a fairly big twist you can discover with him um, mm-hmm. uh, in that game. So, you know, it's, you know, the goblins and the Osborns. Like, what, how's that playing out? I'm, I'm, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man. I wonder if you like, I, I guess you probably should play Miles Morales is going to be the problem with that one. You like, you probably need to play that before you play two. Right. To fully get what's going on. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll be a while though, right? It's going to be. Yeah, we don't know. They, haven't, they didn't say anything about when at this point. That team's busy. Um, what of a Wolverine game and Ratchet and Clank just being out the door and things like that. So. Mm. Uh, and finally, we got to see a little bit of God of War Ragnarok, which, uh, you know, I'm not sure it was a particularly revelatory trailer. It looks, but, no. you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy because it looked like more God of War. And it looked like, like more God of War. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. That, and that first game is just so good. I not really bothered by the fact that it just looked like more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sure I like Thor's design. <laughs> well, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny in the context of like, um, uh, you know, then, uh, the, um, oh, what is it called? End game Thor, right? With, with, oh with, right, yeah, Fat Thor from MCU. Yeah, 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 with that, with that being a thing, and then seeing their design for Thor in this, and he's basically Fat Thor, but without any yeah. <laughs> modern trappings. Right. It's like it's like that's that's kind of funny. Mm. I mean, it's all just an interpretation, isn't it? Like they they put their own spin on all of the Norse mythology characters mm. so far, like. Uh, Boulder and uh, Freya and everyone in the first game. So, mm. yeah, I think they'll keep up the aesthetic and the, the kind of style. Yeah, there's supposed to be quite a large, quite um, like a, a good amount of the original cast returning uh, in this one um, by the looks mm. of it. Um, and also with the addition of like Thor and Odin is apparently to make an appearance in this one mm-hmm. rather than just being a talked about part of the world. Um, they've also kind of said that they're, they're planning to wrap up the story in this one. And mm. uh, uh, so, you know, instead of making it a trilogy, like they'll leave it as a two-parter. Um, mm. And it's like, yeah, respect your decision. Like you don't, yeah. not, not everything has to be a trilogy. Just, uh, just I if, mean, it, if it makes sense for the story to stop now, then stop now. It's fine. And a trilogy in doing games trilogy does take forever. Is, exactly. <laughs> a trilogy in films is one thing, but a trilogy in modern AAA games is like frickin' egg. <laughs> yeah. Massive. I can't even think of any these days. What, what's a trilogy in... I mean, Mass Effect is the obvious one, but... Yeah, Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it sort of is. That doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Mass Effect is the obvious one, yeah. But even that, that's like, uh, if if they were making those those games today, they would take longer, you know. 
if they were at AAA. Well, I think, I mean, Mass Effect was AAA standard at the time. Sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, game development does take a very long time now. That's, yeah. You could argue Horizon's heading that way, I reckon. Yeah, probably Horizon. That could be a two parter, though. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good, that's another good example. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not yet. Cool, it's heading that it way. Dark Souls. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dark Souls doesn't. <laughs> but Dark Souls, yeah. though. Bayonetta 3, if that ever comes out. <laughs> but it, that again, really would be quite a long one. Yeah. But again, none of those games really like. Like the second one is not a cliffhanger for a third. It's it's not it's not really a trilogy. And anyway, Ragnarok is the end of the end times of Norse mythology. Anyway, mm. so skipping straight to the end. <laughs> Skip to the end. Yeah. Is there a end of the? What's the end times in Greek mythology? Then have they already done that? And he's come out the other side. Yeah, they already did that, right? The giants climb up Mount Olympus, and yeah. Then they just have a big fight, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's killed all of the Greek gods anyway, including including Zeus, right? His dad. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. But Zeus sort of appeared in, in, in God of War, didn't he? Spoilers if you haven't watched that. Sort, that sort of, yeah. It's, it's, he's, yeah. He's having flashbacks to things. Yeah, it's more like flashbacks. Imagine if it was Zeus versus Odin. That would be cool. <laughs> Could happen. I forget. Like, what was the? How many of the original God of Wars were? There? I mean, there was like four or five games, but I don't. I reckon only the the numbered three were the main story ones, right? I can't. And I, yeah, I, I lost a lot. I didn't. I wasn't that interested in God of War at all until no. Until this, until the Norse one came along. It does a good job of being independent <coughs> of those games, but still having some callbacks to, you know, mm. the basics. Keep yeah. it canon. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, and that was the PlayStation show. Yeah. Um, I did notice that, that uh, Psychonauts 2 is available now on PlayStation 4. Is, oh, they, they, they came good. Okay. I wasn't yeah, sure if they were going to delay that more. Um no, it's it's available right now, published by Microsoft Corporation. Yep. Uh, on the PS4 store. So. I mean, yeah, they 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 always said they were going to do that. They were going to fulfill the original promises of that yeah. game because it was kickstarted, I guess, like originally. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and Microsoft cool. weren't going to stop them, so it's not the first time that's happened. In fairness, um, but uh, oh well, I mean, you could argue that Microsoft publishes Minecraft everywhere, so you know. Mm, that's true. Yeah. That makes me more likely to play it though in the short term, so that's good. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, you know, I'm sure that game would uh, look and run perfectly fine on PS4. It's not exactly a uh, mm. hardware stressor. Um, yeah. Cool. Presumably PS5 version to come. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, presumably. Or maybe it'll just get a patch. It'll probably be that. It would probably just run better. Uh, yes, that was a PlayStation thing. Not a huge amount outside of that. Um, you know, you had, had a momentary burst of excitement when I saw that there was a Wipeout game announced, Wipeout Rush, <laughs> only to find that it looks like a terrible mobile game. Like it's got the aesthetic, but it's not. You're not really racing. I think you're like directing your ship what to do with some kind of deck-based system. What? It looks. It looks odd. I don't know what it is. 
and it's a it 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 feels like a uh, a desecration of the wipeout name. Yeah. What are you doing? Just, I mean, it's been like a decade now since we've had a proper proper wipeout wipeout game, so it's it's time, guys. Who's going to do it though? The studio's gone. Yeah, you'll have to get someone else in. Um, mm. I don't know. Do a deal with the Yakuza team <laughs> who used to be Amusement Vision. <laughs> yeah. Not if Nintendo get there first. Exactly. Oh. I mean, Sony already have relationships with that studio, don't forget, because of yeah. their relationship with Judgment and Lost Judgment, mm. which are still Sony exclusives. I thought maybe like the first Judgment might be like turning up on other platforms now like Yakuza did, but um, but no, that's still still tied to PS4. Uh, yeah, so there was that. Um, uh, Little Big Planet, the very first Little Big Planet game, is having to shut down um, after they had months of downtime anyway, um, because they, the yeah, they got they got hacked, they got hacked to hell, and then couldn't couldn't recover it, um, uh, or at least it's getting like too prohibitively expensive to try and recover it now. So that's a shame. Um, anything you made and don't have a copy of. In the original Little Big Planet is now probably lost the time, because that's the thing with this game, right? It's not. It's not so much the oh, the servers are down. Oh, it's dead. Oh, what a shame. That happens to every game, but it's like it's it's the legacy of creation that comes with it, mm. or has been lost with it. And it's like, the, you know, how many Shark Run levels are we not going to uh, have been lost to time, or bombs from the sky levels? <laughs> there are a lot of those. Uh, and finally, the Nintendo Switch can now do Bluetooth audio. Yeah. <laughs> but possibly not very well. Yeah. I mean, the not very well part you know, might make sense if the controllers weren't being too great. Although I think that was more on the controller end of the connection, right? It wasn't like the the system side of that connection that was the problem it was the the transmitter in the controllers was like had weird bad shielding or whatever oh okay or too much shielding or something <laughs> right so the fact that they um yeah you know you wouldn't expect that of a bluetooth headset right um but then again the, even when the controllers were working well it wasn't like the range on them was great <laughs> so is this true of like like is the bluetooth audio bidirectional as in like can you is it a mic as well as a so do, do we, or do you have to? Like, I suppose there's no games that support that, is there? There's nothing. Well, on the, yeah. There's nothing on the Switch that has a voice channel, so it would be kind of a waste. There's, does it mean Splatoon Three might actually have in-game voice? I doubt it. Well, mate. Well, I don't know. Maybe because if they could, if they could, like, if it was implemented pretty much just for that one game, then it would give them an opportunity to sell a very specific hardware accessory, which you know Nintendo loves. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You have to buy the Splatoon headset. Yep. Oh, that would be atrocious. Would it be... I mean, I don't, actually, I'm a little undecided whether that would be better or worse than using the damn app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Uh, and I guess the only other thing that's like worth mentioning i suppose is that the you know that 
that uh, Nickelodeon fighting game. I don't know. The more we the more we see of that, the less infused I'm getting. I think the <laughs> okay. idea is way better than the execution again, which of is the course, problem with course. a lot of these platform fighters. But yeah, I mean, I mean the, the biggest takes... the biggest problem I'm having with it is it's it's becoming increasingly likely that there's no voice work in it, like at all. We've not we've not seen any, like unless it's all being done late. But that just seems like a huge mistake if that's true. The thing is, is like they're all cartoon characters, right? So even if they just went back to the original like source audio, assuming that, <laughs> assuming that still exists, yeah, there's there's probably like the these like grunts and oofs and <laughs> phrases you might want to pull in to make it work. Yeah, potentially. Although maybe that would a lot of those. If you tried to pull the actual references that the moves reference, it would definitely make it way too obvious <laughs> like it would really feel like just a mod where it's just like this is just you've just ripped audio straight from the show and it's, it just sounds really out of place <laughs> yeah probably speaking of weird audio things on the switch oh my this, favorite this one last one last bit of not quite news because it's completely irrelevant and it was just a weirdly interesting thing that i saw turned off on my youtube which must have come out of the last nintendo indie direct or whatever they've done recently someone's making a basically a photoshop thing for the switch essentially oh is, it, uh, is this colors live or something yeah yeah it's a drawing application right, for the too. switch because <laughs> obviously the switch has a touch screen right but it has a stylus mm. that plugs into the headphone jack yeah i saw that which is just like what the hell <laughs> So, How the fuck does this even work? Yeah, so like, is the head the headphone jack can't take input, can it? Like, it's not that well, sort I of mean, headphone jack. No, I, I mean, unless it's like it's not a tripole, is it? Or unless they fitted a tripole they, and never used it. Well, they they the the like when they talk about this stylus, they call it like the echo stylus or something. So I'm wondering if it's like it's sending like maybe an ultrasound out through the headset headphone jack through the stylus to do some pressure detection somehow and then it's like bluetooth transmitting it back to the system <laughs> like that doesn't really make sense makes but like sense. what why the hell would it plug into that port that point? makes no sense at all i don't understand unless it's just power somehow <laughs> but then you've got a usb port on the bottom of the switch just use that <laughs> <laughs> maybe that usb swatch swatch uh, port can't actually give out power because nintendo's usb implementation isn't particularly yeah, standard maybe. Maybe it is well isn't that how like the uh, adapters that everyone's been using up till now for the bluetooth audio they plug into the usb don't they yeah and i think you can power. charge controllers directly from that right if you get oh, those like what, the stands a... where you can attach the controllers to and that plugs into the usb port but you plug into the usb port on the dock doesn't it not the oh well yeah no i guess so that is different because otherwise you just attach the controllers to the system that they charge. <laughs> yeah, there's not actually a reason to do that. I mean, if you've got it in portal mode where you can access that USB port on the bottom. But yeah, I thought that was extremely weird that somehow they they're using the headphone jack to run a stylus that allows the switch to have proper pressure sensitivity. Because I don't, I guess does the screen not have pressure sensitivity? I mean, that probably not. Right? It's probably just a location. I mean, why didn't they just? I mean, is that maybe they just plug that in there because because that's a way of making the stylus attached to the console? Like, it's not actually <laughs> functional. It's just like that. That's not a very secure connection, though. 
the USB port would probably be more secure if you were just doing that. <laughs> I don't know. So some USB C ports suck. See my phone. Um, in terms of like yankability, I guess. Or they could have gone the, the hardcore, really bad idea way of like those old weird Kirby games on the GBA where it, like the stylus plugged into the cartridge <laughs> and you oh, have to have right. your little cartridge flap on top of the switch open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be especially odd. Why didn't they just Bluetooth it? Like the whole thing. Well, yeah, is the question. I mean, that's why I, that's why I was suspecting it might be some kind of like literally sound-based system because that would presumably be like a shitty cheap technology rather than having to bother with actual Bluetooth. Hmm. That is very odd. And like, I guess it, yeah, maybe they have to license something with Nintendo if they want to attach another Bluetooth controller to it and have it in the in, yeah, maybe in, that's in the it, OS, actually. and they maybe just didn't pay for maybe the... Nintendo are literally like maybe Nintendo don't actually allow you to connect anything to, to their Bluetooth that's reserved for their controllers. Yeah. So they had to come up with a weird workaround. Very odd, though. I'd like to see someone tear that down when it comes out and be like, like yeah, what is it doing? Let's listen, let's listen to the audio out of this pencil. <laughs> what have you got to say to me, pencil? <laughs> Weird. The things you've drawn. <laughs> All right, that's the news. That is indeed. Uh, it's time for what you've been playing. Uh, Zach, you better go, seeing as you're under the weather. Yeah, what, get through as much as I can, but luckily there's not really that much to talk about, I guess. Not because I've been ill, that's only been the last two days, but I just mm. haven't been playing very much recently, I suppose. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been annoyed by Rocket League. By I've, I've hit that classic <laughs> point where I've dipped into the bottom of the side curve and it's just like, wow, these people suck. Oh, no. <laughs> and I can't get out because I need teammates. I don't function without teammates. I can't carry a team by myself. So I've been having the opposite of that of late. Like, I'm on the upper of the side up curve. The higher where, well, to, to a point where it's, I don't know, it's not like my rank is particularly different because I'm only really playing extra mode games without you. And then right. um, uh, the... Yeah, I seem to just be being matched with people that are way better than me. Like, obviously way better than me, especially in hoops. And, well, uh, I mean, in the extra modes, maybe that's just literally just a function of the population, I guess. Yeah, perhaps. Um, but it's it's working out nicely for me. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> See, I've, I've gone quite a long way down. I went, like, all the way back down into, like, Diamond 2 at one point, and I was like, man, this sucks. Oh, no, Diamond 2. What a shame. <laughs> I'm never going to get back out of here. But luckily, I've made it back up to Diamond 3 so far. So hopefully, I can just, just need a string of not terrible teammates for a little while. Because I had like a super <laughs> bad run of bad teammates for like a real long time. Sometimes I wish that Rocket... I mean, you can, you can look this kind of thing up on external sites if you're willing to you know, submit whatever information they require. But like, I wish Rocket League did have like in-game tracking. Or any game, really, had in-game tracking of... The, of you know, data <laughs> like the old school, like the old days of Halo Two and stuff. Hmm. Just show me my last ten games, the scores. You know, anything. <laughs> yeah, some kind of history. I guess it's to make you not. I, I kind of appreciate it so, to a certain, to some extent when that's not there because it's like I don't I don't necessarily want to know. 
how bad it's really been. If I'm feeling, if I'm feeling all right about myself right now, and it's actually been a terrible session, that's 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 cool. That's cool not to know. Well, they don't look, go and look at. Yeah, it, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Or hide it away, like do what's like Call of Duty and did for a bit, and where it's just like actually, you know, we can just hide it away on an app. It's like if you're really interested. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of what those external websites do for Rocket League, but they're all you know suspicious external websites, mm, yeah. data gathering. <laughs> don't want none of that. Just make an official one and then problem solved. Yeah, I guess that's also what some previous games have done, like Battlefield. Even I mean that like. Um, the battle log shit was quite good for stat tracking, really. Mm. Better in some of the games than others, but <laughs> it yeah. had it. So that's Rocket League. Um, the main other thing, I've still been playing more Dwarf Fortress, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> been hanging around in my in the modern version, continuing that fortress a bit further, although I feel like I've got to the point where everything's a bit too stable. And that's not what you want in Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> You want shit to go weird. And then shit did start to get a little weird, but not like super weird. Like the 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 that the woman in my military who I'd pissed off by kicking out her werewolf armed. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Fi- finally calmed down. Or like I well not really calmed down. It's like I gave her enough positive bonuses to negate the negative bonuses. She went back to neutral, like happiness. But unfortunately there's like there was one other dwarf who's who was equally pissed off and has just continued to get more pissed off. And now he, and then he reached the point where he started actually like having tantrums, which are the most dangerous thing in Dwarf Fortress because, because of the way like combat and the strength of dwarfs and, and like the damage system works in Dwarf Fortress. It's incredibly likely that a tantruming dwarf is just going to punch someone and then they die. Hmm. <laughs> because it's like, it's, literally he killed the mayor of my town. He went down to the mayor's office to have a, <laughs> have a meeting to basically complain at him which is one of the ways right. they get like it's one of the counters to like the negative emotions is to basically just bitch at the person in charge Event. for a while yeah so he went down there to do that but then in the middle of that conversation he started having a tantrum and he just basically punched the mayor in the head once and he died <laughs> and i was like well great thanks luckily the mayor is kind of a the mayor is just kind of a ceremonial position in dwarf watches it doesn't really matter that much like they immediately just elect another guy <laughs> to be the mayor, like four square for dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, he's killed at least. I think he's killed like three people so far in his various tantrums. But then he got killed. So <laughs> the last tantrum got a bit more into an actual brawl where several people got involved. But even that can be a problem because there's this weird like glit. Well, it's not really. It's sort of a bug, but not really. Where when when the dwarves have tantruming him so they start a fight because it's two people who normally wouldn't be aggressive to each other it has to somehow make them aggressive to each other obviously but then that can like cause a weird what they call a loyalty cascade where like the people fighting like their friends can become enemies towards those the other team the other guy's friends and so you sort of just get like two factions that just spontaneously generate inside the fortress and oh, then they all just wow. start fighting each other that's amazing which, which could be really bad <laughs> but great because like, sometimes because it, it sort of makes sense right like you get into a bar oh, yeah. fight it's like your mates come to you we, we'll come well you'd hope we come to yeah. you come and uh, have your back right but obviously the problem with that is that i guess the sort of bug 
part of it is that it sometimes never resets. So even after the fight is finished and like people have calmed down or whatever, there's still just these two factions. And then whenever they see each other in the fortress, they generally just run away from each other at that point because it's not a fight any longer. Mm. But obviously they, 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 they'll never be able to exist in the same fortress without constantly seeing each other and running away. <laughs> so you need to send them away, to send one faction away to a town. Yeah, but then there's no way of seeing that faction, essentially. You have to like work it out manually or whatever but oh, luckily so i think i managed people, to avoid that in this case you see two people running away from each other you said one away and like oh no i got the wrong one yeah but yeah that that guy who got super angry was kind of my fault because i accidentally traumatized him but it was only because he sucked like <laughs> basically my, like the hr consultant <laughs> well basically my like my body parts pile had got like super full of like random bits of enemies and and underground creatures and whatnot and i needed to move it all out of the way to make space so i was like okay well i'll just you know i'll just shove it all over into a corner essentially and obviously in order to do that because each individual body part needs to be picked up by an individual person i was just like well yeah okay everyone's just going to come down here and shift all this stuff out of the way but unfortunately, this one guy had like a particularly low tolerance to. I'm not even sure what what exact like emotion or willpower it was exactly, but like it just really fucked him up <laughs> from seeing all these corpses. <laughs> and then he just became eternally pissed off, and it only got worse over time. So that was kind of my fault, <laughs> kind of. But again, that that's like I only know that because I looked in Dwarf Therapist, where I was like, oh, he has really bad stats for like bravery or whatever like way worse than the whole rest of my fortress although that may be a consequence of me fucking up rather than being cause because mm. i don't know what his stats were beforehand but you're still brave enough to punch the mayor in the head well yeah i mean tantruming tantruming is sort of a weird state where they like they basically don't know what the fuck is going what they're doing they don't mm. know what's going on in that I state. see red yeah it's not quite the same as berserk but it's similar mm. Like a the, the word tantruming does just conjure like a small child for though, doesn't it? Well, yeah. yeah but I don't want to. I don't want to move around body parts. hunting random people and animals and knocking over any furniture they happen across. I don't want to lift up people's severed heads. It did give my medical dwarves an opportunity to do some healing. Because <laughs> there's like, after that one last fight where the guy died and he got into a bigger brawl, there was like five random injured people. And it was like, oh, medical dwarves, you're going to get some training. <laughs> <laughs> Go and actually learn how to heal these people better, maybe. Hopefully they will survive. And they did. But some of them Says. are still quite injured. Some of them are definitely crutched, crutched up. And some of them, ha a couple of them still have infections, which may still kill them at this point. So, like, if any of them did actually die, would that mean you'd end up with a cascade of a different kind, where it's like th their their mates would be pissed off? And then I think that only is go that I don't think that will like cause any fighting again, but it might cause you know unhappy people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, More but generally speaking, apart from those two guys who were pissed off, like, well, it's like most of my fortresses is is in the neutral category, where it's just like. That's basically where they start when they migrate to the fortress. They start at neutral, and then like I've got quite a few up in the higher levels of happiness, but no one lower. So I don't know if it it might be quite easy for them to drop out of neutral, but hopefully uh, my general niceness of my fortress will com compensate for that. Even if it never makes them legitimately happy, it will just keep them in neutral well enough. 
I mean, I wonder if that's a technical term. Like, you know, can, can a real therapist actually be like, you've entered the uh, higher levels of happiness. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah, apart from that, but apart from that one little problem, it's, it's definitely starting to get like, I don't know, everything's running too smoothly. So I'm like, oh, I need to start digging down into the deeper cave layers and start seeing about. Oh, I did also have a second, like, forgotten beast turn up. Because they're, like, one of the most dangerous enemies that can come to the fortress. Like, they, they, they're randomly generated and they just wander around in the caverns down in the deeper parts and then so occasionally they'll just come onto your map and they're all you know they're all historically tracked in the in the world and they're also they're also always there because like the big surface creatures like dragons or whatnot can get killed by you know the general goings on of the world mm. so you might not ever see any of them but the ones down in the caves just are always there so you always get you're always going to get them but i had I think this it might be the third or maybe the second one of those turn up, and it was like it was a giant, it was a giant water blob that like shot steam out <laughs> of itself, <laughs> and I was like, that seems quite dangerous because. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's because I have like my door, the the doorway that, that guards the entrance to the caves. It has a bunch of traps in front of it, but forgotten piece, forgotten beasts are like trap immune, so the traps don't actually affect it at all. It just walks straight over them. And then, in order to detect any stealthed enemies, I have like a guard dog tied up at that door. So obviously, the forgotten beast was just like, "I'm just going to come over here and kill this dog," and just completely ignores all the traps and walks up and murders the shit out of this dog using its steam attack. And I'm like, "Well, that's probably going to be bad." But then, I'm not actually sure what happened exactly. But like, I think the I think it tried to break down the door, but because it was just a blob of water, it just like destroyed itself and collapsed into a pool. Because <laughs> like, like, I brought all my military down, and they're all standing behind the door, and I was like, "I'm going to wait here for it to bust open the door, and then everyone can attack it at once, and that maybe give us the best chance to kill it." But then it just died somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, died in its attempt to open the door. I'm and not the... quite sure what exactly happened. Was it going to be like a? T one thousand moment where it like turns into a pool and then reforms. Yeah, that's also else. what I was worried about because like the combat log that tells you, you know, it finished fighting the dog and then I was like, and then it fell over and I was like, oh. <laughs> but then when I looked, the then dog, when the I dog looked, fell over or like no, the, the, the blob fell over the, and it made like a hissing over? noise, like a steam, like its steam attack makes a hissing noise. Okay, but it fell over and made a steamy fat sound and I was like, okay, that's weird. But then when I looked in the unit list, it had died. <laughs> and there was just a pool of water outside the door. Did it steam itself? <laughs> I was like, okay, that's weird. Like it fell over and steamed on the floor side or something. So the well, steam was... just blew back on itself and like... <laughs> well, I was Melted its gelatinous like... skin? <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering if maybe like the the chains that were attached to the dog were still like hot from the forge or something. So it tried to like walk onto the square where the chains were and then just evaporated. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> But I don't think they were. I think it was just when it tried to like do a when it tried to use its attack to break down the door. I think it like broke part of itself by the impact. And because blobs don't really have any body parts apart from just the mass, as soon as it breaks, it they just die. Yeah, it's just like I broke myself. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess it, yeah. You, blobs, could, you could argue it's blobs a bit are like supposedly a, not actually that dangerous. It could be like you know, like a, it's like a balloon. I guess like, like you pierce the surface and it just sort of goes kaboosh. Yeah. 
according to the wiki, blobs are not very dangerous unless they're made of very specific things, or you know, the projectile attack, the the steam attack, kind of dangerous. Mm. Mm. But provided you can actually fight, get to fight them, they're maybe not that dangerous because they only have like one body part, so you can't really miss your attacks. <laughs> it's always going to hit that one body part. But then if you're fighting, <laughs> if you're fighting, maybe you know, a blob of molten iron or something, <laughs> you're probably going to have problems. Mm. Yeah. Can they be anything then? Yeah, mostly. I'm not sure if I don't know if it does give them molten metals. I don't know if it can give things for. You could probably get a blob of like magma. <laughs> oh boy, that's probably real bad. <laughs> you get a blob of gold. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, there there is the other version of the forgotten. One of the randomly generated things forgotten bees can be is like just inorganic but not necessarily blobs so you could just get like a thing that's made of rock which makes them very very difficult to kill mm. Mm. get the pickax- pickaxes boys yeah <laughs> yeah and then apparently the worst case scenario is theoretically you can get a forgotten beast that's made of steel because th- because of the way combat damage works in Dwarf fortress like if your weapon is of a higher quality material than the enemy, you're pretty much always going to win because it will just eventually cut through their armor. But then obviously steel is the highest. So if you have a, if you have a forgotten beast that's made of steel and you can only have steel weapons, then it's pretty much just based on, you know, it's a stalemate in terms of combat advantage through your weaponry, which means you're going to lose because the forgotten beast is just way bigger than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then presumably you throw more people at it, they'll cut down a bit of its armor eventually. Well, yeah, but it's made of steel, so that's going to take a long time. Yeah. You're going to be chipping away at it from whatever. Do you find the bit that leaks? Well, I mean, that is the. There are like the bronze colossus, which isn't a forgotten beast. It's a specific enemy, so you know, it's just a big bronze statue essentially that just wanders around fighting you. But uh, you know, they ha- because they have a body shape with like limbs or whatever. You can just get lucky and be like, oh, I accidentally cut off its head. <laughs> hmm. And it died. Apparently, there's a there's a classic Dwarf Fortress tale of someone who tried to fight a Bronze Colossus, basically realized he couldn't possibly win the fight, tried to run away, ran over like a nest of rabbits, essentially, <laughs> and then just picked up a rabbit and just chucked it, and then it decapitated the Bronze Colossus because throwing it back <laughs> to Dwarf Fortress is so ridiculously overpowered. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> just chucks a rabbit at it. <laughs> so is it? Was it? Did it happen to be the rabbit from, from Monty Tony Python? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Dwarf Fortress. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Once and again, stop talking. Dwarf Fortress tells the funniest stories for being such an odd game. If you can read it, if you can play yeah. it, yeah. If you can remotely fathom what's happening. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I was thinking in the scenes in the Matrix Reloaded where, you know, the operators look at the Matrix. It's like, oh, this is just Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that must be what it's like. You just learn what all these symbols mean. Because that's the whole point, right, is that, like, it's better to look at the code than it is to look at, like, a video representation because there's more information encoded that way. It's yeah. exactly like Dwarf Fortress. It's like, yeah. this is better than having a Well, a not set. quite exactly. <laughs> you actually have more density of information if you could actually read this. I don't think that's quite true in Dwarf Fortress. It's more like the information is there, it's just hidden between yeah. like five layers of menus. Yeah, okay. That. 
But maybe that's what the Matrix, maybe when they show the Matrix representation where the green stuff flows down, but it's clearly like it's got depth to it. So maybe it's just like yeah. it's essentially like layers of menus stacked on top of each other that you can read simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's more or less it. Me and Rob recorded a video of Deep Rock Galactic <laughs> just because we were oh, playing it. Exciting. See that on YouTube. Yeah, oh, happy seller YouTube channel. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's something you've been playing, then, Rob. What else? A bit of derg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we might do a bit of that a bit, a bit later. If, uh, yep, if, potentially. <laughs> if I'm still awake. Yeah. And if you're alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not a huge list for me this time because I don't really know why. Really, like, like. Went back to some some other things I've I've dabbled with a little bit, like so did a few more levels on Katamari Demasi reroll, and it's like yeah, it's pretty much confirming you know what I thought about like the original Katamari, and that it's like it's not it's not as good as we love Katamari. That's the you know the sequel the sequel was just a better game, just a more varied yeah. and interesting thing. Um, yeah, uh, but you know it doesn't, that doesn't make reroll any less any less fun. It's it's still it's still good. Uh, and, the, and the music's always always nice and catchy, which is help, nice. But like the game, just like it, it focuses more on that that core aspect of getting bigger. Just, just get mm. bigger, get big. Um, and there's the occasional offshoot one where it's just like, hey, on this level, collect all the crabs, get get as many crabs as you can, get the crabs. Um, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's still fun. And I, but I wish that thing was like. Like they'd put the effort in to make it sixty frames per second. Like, why is it not? Like, you could have yeah. done. You could have done it. Like, why? 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 Um. Yeah, I sort of dabbled with a bit of that, but uh, naturally, naturally, the thing I've been playing the most of is uh, Psychonauts. Psychonauts yeah. two, two, and uh, yeah, I still like that thing a great deal. I'm still sort of waiting for that. Like, I don't know. There's it. The creativity is high here for sure, but I think like I'm, I still feel like like perhaps I'm a bit spoilt by that first game. There's like elements of it's like I, I, there's, yeah. there's, I get that feeling that there's just there's some spark that's just a little missing, like but only very slightly. Like that's it's I don't want that to sound too harsh. Like it's it's still a it's still a good a good time, but it's there's um just a little something that's not like that's just not there. Like maybe it's just the wonderment of like what they pulled off or tried to do with that first game um i um yahtzee was saying something similar in his review he was saying it made him want to play replay the original game yeah there's a bit necessarily good there's a bit of that it's <laughs> but, like yeah. like like the first game had a sort of running oddness like throughout all of its levels there was a um the teeth let's just let's, let's just say it, the teeth where like 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 teeth and like dentistry stuff would sort of randomly turn up in places where it shouldn't and they're like mm. like what like there was there were more uh, more mysterious themes i guess running through everyone which was um uh, which worked really well and was quite interesting it was like that that's not here there's not there's that, that that sort of like themed thing is not here this time um mm. uh and it does the, without getting too spoilery, it does the, it sort of does the chosen one thing a little bit. Right. Like that, that trope is here to some extent, or it's like, like 
what what made what you know Raz was just a kid and it's like suddenly he's potentially not just a kid like there's a backstory you didn't know maybe maybe that's a bit spoilery sorry but like there's yeah it's like i'm not sure i'm into that um i mean it's tragic and there's some like nice storytelling around some of that stuff and some nice reveal and like the way some of those reveals are handled is nice and the uh yeah. there is there is one level that is i think there's one level that's bit that i'm, that I'm going to remember a bit more than always like um the sensorium um which i don't yeah again i'm like it's 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 a little hard to explain like okay i, I will say that um was it phil spencer has been tweeting pictures from like psychonauts like recently and it's um the sensorium is the really bright hippie looking level um so you know there's footage yeah. of it out there but it's like yeah, the, the setup is there and if i'm right about the guest voice that's in that as well it's like oh yep that totally makes sense yep okay um that, that's cool <laughs> if you write about who who the who i think it is it. yeah okay it's like oh yep that makes that makes total sense yep um, that's that's cool um and then and then things happen that means you don't really hear that voice again for a while. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I thought that was going to be way cooler than it ended up being. Um, but it was still pretty cool. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sort of just, I'm, I think I'm, yeah, I think yeah, I'm totally. just missing this the, this big moment that's not really coming out. And uh, uh, like I've, I've got past what I would call the second point of no return. Um because uh, this this game has a couple where it's like the 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 first time you you move out of one area, uh, the area the sort of hub world that you start in, and then you end up in a different sort of bit, and then and then it's it's presented me with another like, hey, are you sure you're ready to do this? So I think I'm I must be pretty damn close to the end now. Mm. So I'm hoping one of these last few levels is going to be like something particularly weird. I, just, I want to be totally weirded out. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, like I want the, 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 all, as I say, all the levels have been super creative, but I don't think necessarily like any one of them has been like just as absolutely bonkers as some of the stuff like you come across towards the end of the first game. Of the first game, yeah. It's like where is the where's the milkman? <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, it must be hard to follow up, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But- and I think they may they might be like aware of the fact that it's like oh hey it's been like twenty years since we made one of these like it's, mm. it, it might be another twenty years till we make another one we might never make another one so like I think the direction they're taking the story is a little bit like who cares let's, let's do anything big or final we want to do let's do that let's um, just do it yeah yeah and fair enough uh, but yeah it's a real good time like I've done. The only I've only had one issue with it. Um, well, I've had a couple of like what I would call standard ass platforming problems. Like in the it's, mm-hmm. uh, I sort of mentioned that when I first started talking, it's like that. Like perhaps the, the the game could do with some more invisible walls about the place to stop me from getting yeah, places yeah, yeah. I shouldn't. And it's like I yeah. encountered a spot where I got stuck, like in a permanent fall. Um, like she, like Raz was just doing the fall animation, and it's like I can't get you out of this because I don't have any more jumping abilities or anything that's going to pr- push me out of this hole um, mm-hmm. that I seem to have found myself in. So I reloaded my save, and it's like, oh god, this actually saved quite a while ago. 
because oh, I was just doing hub world stuff and just collecting crap yeah, yeah. in the in the hub, and it's like right, well, I better go do all that again. Um, so yeah, and then I found I found a few more spots since then that have not been necessarily a hundred percent deal breakers, but places I really shouldn't be, and that the geometry doesn't work. Um, so I'm like like stuck behind a book on one level and i'm just like oh, i can't quite i can't get myself out of here and then you get yourself out of there and you're like ah oh, success and you immediately fall in water um which <laughs> puts you back but it puts you back to the last place you were stable on the ground which was in the hole that i shouldn't be in <laughs> and it's like oh no and i'm like oh damn it and so like this problem got a little bit more intense then because it's like i've got to figure out i've even got to like lose a whole load of progress potentially or i've got to try and figure out a way out of this hole so i can get on land <laughs> Which I did eventually do, <laughs> but it was um yeah it was a slightly painful experience, and uh, uh, and it would be remiss to say like it doesn't like the first this was true of the first game as well like it has a little bit of the whole um, uh, the collectathon problem is 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 here as it is with like every platformer I guess where it's like you can collect hundreds of the uh, little of the figments of imagination in the levels. And then be left with, a, with an annoying stat at the end that says you missed like one, yeah, oh, great, out of yeah, like yeah. two hundred in this level, and you're like, bloody hell, where the hell is that going to be? <laughs> Just one, <laughs> and it's like the the maps it gives you for people's minds are completely useless because they're like they're not really maps; they're just like a picture of puzzle pieces, and there's more puzzle pieces filled in with the more. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be the more areas you've been to, if it is just like a, a visual representation of your of progress of how much how much of the collectibles you've got. But it's like so you can't really figure out where in the level the thing you're missing is. You've just got to go in and go and go everywhere in that level. And some levels are big, or maybe slightly annoying to traverse because you know it's a platformer. <laughs> the uh, traversal is uh, is supposed to be a pain <laughs> in places. Yeah, um, sure. And you're just looking for this this one tiny thing, and you're like, that that sometimes is actually kind of well hidden in the environment, and you're like, oh no, this is this is a bit tedious. But I want that check mark. I want that green check next to the levels to say I've done it. Um, <laughs> you got to get every single figment. Yeah, and I think one of them is one of the collectibles is uh, is apparently I had to look this up. One of the collectibles is glitched um, until you finish the game and go back to it. Um, if you didn't manage to get it the first time round, which is hugely likely, the the way the the actual levels are designed when you're playing in the first time through, it's like things can just happen at points, and it's like, oh, that was a, I didn't realize that was going to be a sort of like a, a trigger, for the next thing mm-hmm. happening. Um, uh, and while, while you can go back into people's brains to to go to the areas where collectibles were, it's like without the triggers, it's like there's the, yeah, there's this one instance where the thing you want to get you can't get. Um, mm-hmm. Um, unless you managed it the first time, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I, it's you know whatever. It's got a few ring, got a few rough edges, but then the first game had a few rough edges, so it's I'm not holding that against them. Yeah, they put an, inject enough style into things to yeah. make it make it worth it. There's definitely a plenty of moments where I've, I've laughed at myself in it as well. So it's like it's. Um, uh, if I have another criticism, you know, because I'm good at them, the uh, uh, I wish they would the character barks were a little less frequent. Uh, so, do you know what I mean by like um like vocal yeah, barks yeah, in like, like in like games like where they they not necessarily barks I suppose but the re- the reactive 
audio to things. So it's like like there's a there's an enemy type later on in the game called an enabler, who is basically a, a little bit like the engineers in Halo ODST. They 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 dance around the battlefield just casting a shield on some some other enemy, and you can't hurt the, that enemy while the enabler's in play. Um, so you've got to kill the enabler first but like in the middle of like fighting other things and stuff like that if you land one hit on the thing that is shielded by the enabler raz will comment every time saying oh i can't do damage to that thing i've got to kill that enabler and it's like there's like three or four ways he'll say that but he says it every time right <laughs> and it's yeah. like okay, okay I dial it back a bit and it's like the same thing is in most of the boss fights where there's just too much there's too much talk going on and you can't really sometimes over each other like not your own voice saying the same saying two different lines at once but there'll be like multiple different characters all saying things at the same time and it's a little hard to hear what they're saying and i guess you could you could miss jokes that way because it's all just a bit it's all just a bit much um so i think they need to they could probably have done with like toning down the vocals in places um Not because the recordings are bad, just because the frequency is a bit much. It's like every just time, yeah, it's like slightly it, overused. Yeah, like every time you go into the brain tumbler, which is the device you use to go back to previous levels, you can um, he'll he like every time you walk up to it, he, in an unskippable bit of speech, he'll go, "Hmm, am I ready to go into the uh, to use the brain tumbler now?" And then a pop up will come up saying yes or no. You say yes, and he goes, mm. "Okay, I'm ready to go to the collective unconscious." And it's like he'll say that every single time, and it's like, yes, and, and I'm like, yeah, thing. yeah, I know. You don't have to describe to yourself as a character what the doing. thing you're doing. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's it's a, it's a little much in places, right? Yeah, I can see how that could get annoying. Yeah, like. I could see how, because it's very high concept, so that I can understand their desire to want to have ex expository things. Oh, sure. But, like, yeah. if you, if you trust the audience, right? Trust the player to yeah. understand it. At least. If you've done it, if you've done it several times, maybe, maybe dial it back a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's fine having it, having you explain it the first time. It's ab that's absolutely fine. Yeah, um, like we get the idea. That's why we like this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so a bit of that. Um, I saw there's a, there's a few more things that have come out recently that uh, I would like to play. Um, a couple of things on Game Pass that I will play, but I won't talk about those yet. Um, I did have a little a little bit of a muck around with Flight Simulator. Oh, really? I kind of just wanted to see what it looked like. Installed that on your Xbox? On my Xbox, yeah. Um, mm. And I like because so I'm not going to be diving into this particularly deeply or doing anything funny. but i did just kind of want to look see what it looked like and just fly around totally, some places yeah. and a uh next gen game uh yeah a uh, game you might call it a game it's a simulator yeah as i mean there's some activities you can do that i haven't tried yet like things like oh do you want to land in um trying conditions i think it calls it or do you want to um uh, or like here's here's some actual flight training lessons. It's like you learn what all the instruments do and things like that. And mm. they've they've That's cool. And and you know they've they've announced they're going to be adding like sort of air races and things to the to it. Like a bit like the Red Bull air race, but not Red Bull. You know that kind of that kind of thing. Small yeah. small yeah. planes, sharp turns. Um, and obviously the Top Gun stuff to come next year. Um, <laughs> I don't 
really understand how they're going to do that because no. surely a mili military sim is quite different to the civilian sim. Yeah, that, that, like, who knows what it even is? Like, are they actually going to have shooting? They're probably not going to have shooting, right? It's probably just going to no, be no, some sort of. But even like modeling a, a, I don't know, a Hornet taking off on an aircraft carrier would be quite different to what they have currently. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, so I've only really been flying it with like most of the sim turned off, right? So it's it it, it gives you like easy, medium, and real settings um, for most things, and you can tweak them around. I mean, there's a lot of options in this game. There's a lot of options, and it's a little it can be a bit much to try and navigate with a controller um, through all these things. It's it's clearly designed for a bit like you know some of the menu systems are designed for like using a mouse and things like because they literally pop up windows and things that you can manipulate whilst you're flying if you want um but you don't have to do that do do some yeah. of that stuff but there's the, the, but there's a lot if you want a lot um it even goes into the detail i noticed i point like when i tried to set off from from a place of like being like oh here are the radio frequencies that are being used in the area like it just tell, straight up tells mm. you it's like you'll need these these yeah. frequencies and they'll be switched at these points and it's like wow okay you, you, this is pretty deep and it's um it's pulling air traffic live, um, and it's pulling weather conditions live, mostly mostly accurate, um, uh, but yeah, I would say from the sky where you're supposed to be, damn, that is a fine looking game. Yeah, but I couldn't resist finding my house. No, of course just, just not. Just flying a drone down to the ground and seeing what it made of it. And of course, like most buildings in England, it just turns into brown bungalows. Which isn't far off. <laughs> no, but like with a door made for like a giant. It's <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's really odd what it, what it contracts it to. And I, even, uh, I went ahead yeah, and downloaded... Yeah, what does AI-generated Needermarket look like? Nothing like Needermarket. Like it's like the buildings okay. are roughly the right shape and in the right place, and the roads are obviously in the right place. But it's like, yeah, if you go look at it close, it's like, yeah, none of those none of those buildings look right. It's um As you might expect, it's, it's working from a limited pool of information, and it can only generate so much, but it's... um. Uh, and the image, I, I feel, I feel like the maps they've pulled are relatively old as well. Like, so there's some construction sites that are like years old and things, and right, where, yeah, where, where I know they no longer are and things. And it's, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's all it's all Bing data, um, for the most part. Um, so yeah, I found my house, and it's like it's not a, <laughs> it's considerably smaller, and <laughs> you, you occasionally find houses that have just been like ended up in the wrong place, and they're just in the road. Um, <laughs> Like right in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, as, as a result, like it could be quite confusing to like fly the camera over places you know, and then be like, "Are we in the right place? This doesn't. It sort of looks right, but it doesn't look right enough." Mm. But like I said, from the at air, least there isn't like. Do you remember the famous? What was it? Some sub suburb of Adelaide or something. There was there was an error in some open street map data, and so there was a gigantic skyscraper in, <laughs> in the middle of this <laughs> like suburb. Like that was like the tallest building on earth or something had been generated <laughs> in, in flight simulator. Well, that's, that's quite good. Yeah, so it's not like that. It's not like um, and it's it, uh, and it, like places town like you could fly over Ipswich, and it was um, that was a little more recognisable. But not, yeah, again, none of the buildings are really right. Like Christchurch Mansion has, no. for some reason, been turned into a, a block of flats, and yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, it's the right shape of block of flats, but it's just a, it's just like a, yeah. A, I downloaded like the UK World Pack as well, which I think only updates a few cities rather than yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, like it added London. I'm not, not even sure London was in the mix on the original download. No, it do, wasn't. Which is a hundred gigs, by the way. Right. And like the game is a hundred gigs just off the off the bat. Um and then you'd have to download like several gigs of extras for for location in that because well obviously the game but like i thought everything was streamed I, w- I think there's a lot there is a lot of content that isn't so like it uses the like a base level of data to do things and then streams on more detailed versions as you go oh, okay um like it does present you with an option at the start it's like do you want to use live data or not and it says like yeah things are more accurate and and uh and, and and will look look a bit cleaner and a bit more close to life if you use the live streaming. But you don't have to if you don't want to. That's interesting. I'm Cause, surprised. Cause I, 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 I think they're worried that... about people's data caps, right? It's Right. Oh, I suppose. But, like, you're probably not going to... The average person probably isn't going to fly over every inch of the earth, right? So they're not going to use, like... All of that data, chunk yeah. of that data, yeah. I think so it would make sense to, like, stream more of it. But, yeah, I don't know. And uh, I can confirm, as everyone else has, the cloud tech is hella impressive. Yeah, it's the cloud. It, just, it looks it's awesome. it looks fantastic. Yeah, so cool. Um, it's such a great job they've done on that game, yeah. Or sim or whatever. Mm. It's cool. Yeah, it seems like they've paid... paid yeah, there's, there's definitely a few PO... Point, they call them the points of interest like around the globe, but they've paid quite a lot more attention. Things are a bit more detailed. Yeah. Um, like I flew I around New York, videos. for instance, and like, and you know, like, oh yeah, a lot more care has been put into this. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are some buildings where like the effects don't, or the texturing doesn't really work because it's like I guess the texture of the the side of the skyscrapers has been photoed and has caught some like awkward bit of reflection or something, and it's like and that's yeah. just been slapped onto the side of the building rather than mm-hmm. modelled. Um, you know, because you know, they've got so much to deal with, they've, there are shortcuts here and there. So there's there's definitely spots where you go, well, that looks a bit odd. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, even in these areas where they've focused their efforts, um, uh, but they they do still, yeah. It's it stands up when you're flying around them properly, <laughs> and not being an idiot like me and flying flying drones two feet off the ground um, <laughs> to, to see how bad it looks. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'll return to that. I might do some other activities just to see what how fleshed out they are. But like it was, it was yeah. Nice if to you're start. not into actual flight simulation, then it's kind of a fun toy, isn't it? Just as like see yeah. the world modelled. Like I said, uh, I just I just yeah. wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah, we flew we flew over. Yeah. I think we we flew from uh, Stansted across to Felix though, which took a while. In fairness, because I was in a tiny little plane, and even even that, you know, wasn't wasn't a quick flight. Um, no, um, but I but I did that, and it's uh, I, I, then I realised I could have flew took off from somewhere much closer. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a it's an impressive it's impressive that it exists, like and that, Mike, and that Microsoft put view. so much behind it. Like that's that's fascinating. Like an interview with the developer, and I was surprised how much he was going on about. I always find this really weird because obviously I work in like with like web technology a lot or whatever, mm. like browser stuff. And um, do you remember SimCity, the bad one, whatever? I remember <laughs> them talking about how the interface is actually all web technology, like oh, right. yeah, yeah. JavaScript and stuff, all the, the the UI, and then obviously the games in 3D. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Why would you choose to do to do that? Surely that's not the most efficient, but maybe that's just an easy way to make UI these days. I guess you can lean on a lot of 
stuff but it doesn't seem like the most efficient to run like a whole web browser on top of your game just to do the ui I guess it could have um, also been for like modding i guess yeah maybe for modding but then i was watching the interview with the flight simulator guy and he was like yeah the entire cockpits of every single plane it's all a browser wait <laughs> like, what what <laughs> yep every single dial and control in the inside the cockpit it's all web it's all a browser it's all a dom <laughs> it's like and he talked about he kept talking about the challenge of doing that and i'm like why did you do that then yeah yeah that's so strange but yeah that's the case wait Apparently, so like the really weird every, the dials though, but the dials are like properly modeled like most of them they're like they're not just like a flat texture that's being i like, think he must have meant maybe he meant the glass cockpit like the screens and stuff. yeah there's, there's know, definitely some like computer screens going on in some of the more modern modern players yeah, maybe and... he meant just the airliners and stuff but i thought he meant like literally like or at least if they're like the steam gauges or whatever they're 3d modeled or whatever but they must maybe it's like that's powered by um like a javascript program but then yeah, but maybe. then then the, like the then behavior the screens... of it right is, is, is but he was literally talking about it like there's a web browser running in <laughs> in the cockpit of these things i was like that's really weird choice that's a very uh, strange but, choice but i don't know yeah, i mean anyway I can understand it on some level because it's like there must be a wealth of talent for that you know yeah. like yourself out there that are like pretty and you know well versed in 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 web UI and yeah how that works. So it's like if you can use that talent and like if you, if you're desperate for, for I suppose or <laughs> I guess, or, I so. or or need a specific and for modding yeah yeah then Similar. then perhaps yeah. it makes sense. But but you're right. Like in terms Similar. of like game engine, like that feels crazy inefficient yeah anyway i just thought that was hilarious yeah weird one uh cool. yeah so that's kind of, that's kind of, I think that's kind of me i'm sure there's something i'm forgetting there always is but uh that's that's pretty much what i've been dabbling with cool yeah um well what am i doing i'm still on breath of the wild i was just in the rito village checking it out again which is a nice village, but it's basically just a spiral. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's basically one long line that's curved around a tree, so it's not it's not quite as interesting as like the Gerudo village. Or, it's which is almost like a whole town, isn't it? The Gerudo one is pretty big. Well, I mean, it's one courtyard. There's like there's a there's one courtyard well, and one back alley. Back alley. Yeah, there, there's the back alley with the bar in it or whatever, and then there's the kind of military area, at the back of that one. I noticed you said Gerudo, not Gerudo. Is that the correct correct pronunciation? Like, do we know? I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Maybe it's Gerudo. Zach, do you know? No. What's the betting they say in Age of Calamity somewhere? <laughs> or any game with? Well, they should probably Zelda. say it in 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 because Breath of the Wild is voiced in some of the cutscenes, but I've got it all changed to switch to Japanese, so I won't, oh, cool. <laughs> I won't right. know. Uh, which I did as soon as it was possible because I thought the English voice acting was real bad, especially Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's bad per se, but her voice is just her voice in general. Like, I think is 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 not necessarily a fit. The, the most annoying was the, the, the blood moon. The blood moon rises once again. Be careful. <laughs> you only have to watch that once and then just skip it every time. Yeah, I'm not very fast at skipping it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I prefer it in this mode. Um, but yeah. And I, I bought this 
snow quill set as soon as I possibly could. Yeah, just need to sell a whole bunch of diamonds to get enough rupees to mm-hmm. buy these things. So yeah, that's plowing on. Diamonds. And maybe I will get a hold of uh, Psychonauts now that I know it's available. Hmm. I think that could be a that could be a good time. I just think that that death loop looks like it could potentially be good. I don't know when I'll get around to playing it, but when I get a PS5 maybe. But uh, I actually think because they point it was pointed out that it's like an immersive sim to some extent. It's not quite on the Deus Ex level, but it is the guys who made. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, prey and um, uh, yeah. dishonored. Like it's dishonored, like you, you can yeah. clearly see the DNA of those games in this. Yeah, you you can um, yeah. But maybe this one. I like that it's got a bit of a kind of. 60s spy no one lives forever kind of aesthetic <laughs> sure, yeah. going on i mean i know that's overused but st- i still like that aesthetic um what, so, what surprised yeah, me about it is like having watched some footage of like you know not not trailer footage because boy was i getting fatigued by the trailers and even when they put there was yeah. another one of them in this playstation showcase to say by the way it's out yeah. and it's like you yeah. didn't need to have another one of these um yeah uh like I was, but i was vaguely surprised like just like just how vulnerable you are as the player, right. it's like you die real fast. It seems, and it's like they mitigate that mm-hmm. with like a life system, so you have like three lives in a in an area. Right, but but it looks like you go you go down real easy. Um, mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I just think I don't know. There aren't that many game games coming out these days. It's good. If one is like re- pretty good, that's a good that's a good candidate, isn't it? I don't know. For giving, for giving a shot. I was just checking, like, like, did Psychonauts 2 not come out on PC? It should do, right? I mean, Psychonauts is originally on PC, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know about Psychonauts 2. I don't even know if it came out on hmm. Steam or... Yeah, Psychonauts 2 is listed on the Windows Store, at least. Oh, right, okay. Well, that makes sense, right? Because it's a Microsoft game now, so... Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they always do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's um, steamable. Mm. If that is your preferred carrier of video games. Video games. Game yeah. carrier. Yeah. The egg carrier. Uh, but that's about where we are, isn't it? Dems B games. Dems don't B worry, games. we've got Halo Infinite later. What's going on with Halo? I mean, it's coming out. It's coming out. Okay. It's coming out. And, it, and it's free to play the, the multiplayer, so that'd be interesting. Indeed. Hmm. Psychonauts 2 is indeed available on Steam. Interesting. Okay. You have options. And that'll be a podcast, I reckon. In terms of speaking of options, you have the option to watch our YouTube channel. <laughs> Which has, uh, well, upcoming video. What was it again? The final of Freelancer. No, that's right. The finale. Yeah. And uh, a bit so, of Deep Rock Galactic to come as well. And some Deep Rock Galactic, that's right. So look out for those. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks for another sidecast. Indeed. Nothing could hold us back now. No, don't be held back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be held. <laughs> not even, not even flu can hold us back. Not even by the flu. No, I won't give up my streak of being on every podcast. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true. You've never missed one. 
I suppose I've never missed one either because I've always recorded them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only me, the host, that misses podcasts. It's, only, it's only you. It's only the talent, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll catch you in two weeks for another one of these. Alrighty. Bye.